0: everyone and welcome to the co-optional podcast hello 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 what's going on
1: everyone oh my god
0: uh the welcome to co-optional podcast episode 237 today is the 11th of december and Brooke is not going to stop making that face until we acknowledge that it exists. Someone acknowledge me. I will witness you. <laughs> oh,
1: jeez.
0: No. No. My neck started to really hurt there.
2: Hey,
1: your body was eating itself. It was weird to watch. It was like...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to acknowledge you.
0: Uh, I'd like to uh, welcome to the show, our guest for this episode of the co-optional podcast. You may know him as the best American Starcraft Two caster from Home Story Cup eighteen. Oh wow. He is Jeffrey John Vincent Robinson, also known as in Control. Welcome to the show. Oh.
1: Thank you for having me. I believe it might be the first time with Mr. Cox here on the same yeah, time this as is optional.
4: Weird. This is awkward for me. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm okay with any of this, but like it's nice to look at someone and be like that's a beautiful man. To really truly see someone and know how beautiful they are. <laughs> to look deep like, into their mirror. digital it's like looking eyeballs. At a sexy. It's like I went to one of those carnivals and they're like this is a sexy mirror. When you look in it, you see the sexiest version of yourself. And I'm looking at it right now and by god a little aroused, a little, like, half chub. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it.
1: None of this phases me. I'm okay with everything you said. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> it's kind of the reaction I want most people to have, in fact, I would a say. half chub? Uh, it, listen, it, it gets weird with the full on, right? Like, if yeah, there's no, someone this full on like ghost like- story, you're like, that's uncomfortable. But with just yeah. a half, a little bit of healthy curiosity here and there, it's yeah. fine. Come
4: on, Dodger, grow, grow up. Be mature about this and accept that you know sometimes a man sees another man and is kind of like I get it, I get it. You need that's. I'm just gonna say a little offensive, Dukes. I'm I'm ashamed for you. Mm. <laughs> What
0: the? What was? What that was face that? All I the do most
2: perfect
1: response. Just leaves you hanging.
2: Just from being in this pre-show, I know that if I say anything, the second my <laughs> mouth opens, one of you is gonna talk over Whoa. me. Again. So I'm just oh, gonna. Oh shit! Whoa! Please the me. victim card first Whoa. thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my teeth. I'm gonna do my faces. I'm gonna sip my drink. <laughs> Whoa!
1: Wow. She's living her best life, man.
0: What are you drinking today, Brooke? (laughs)
3: Coffee.
0: What kind of coffee are you drinking today, Brooke? Not my own. Like her soul. No. (laughs) Black, like my soul.
2: Starbucks coffee. Black. It's uh, it's a Colombian roast with one scoop of sugar in it. Mm. Don't all Colombians have that? A scoop of sugar in their souls? I think so.
4: Ay, caramba.
0: welcome to the last episode of the, the co podcast
1: <laughs> positive racism is okay negative <laughs> racism is not and i think if you just say if everyone has a little scoop of sugar in their soul that people are generally going to be like
2: this in control guy is okay it's all right it's okay
1: but if you say something like you know anything who was that fight.
2: who are you mimicking everyone oh yeah. all right that was
1: an italian guy talking hey. about me talking about Colombians. okay like it's a very diverse world out there. I don't...
0: <laughs> I just thought it was Protoss on Ladder. Hey, I'm walking here.
1: I'm walking here. <laughs> Come this on.
0: Is, this is a kind of a slightly awkward and imbalanced podcast at the moment. Two Protoss players walk into a podcast. They play mm-hmm. tennis and then leave. Um, yeah, so I'd like to, I guess, give you a little bit of background on Jeff for those of you who don't know of his miraculous works. Um, oh, is this who is this person? Or his sweet pepperino. Oh both are totally worth mentioning. <laughs> uh, Jeff hosts the pylon show on what is it, a weekly basis now? Yeah. It seems about weekly yeah. Um, with Artosis. Uh, over on Jeff's channel you can check that out twitch.tv/ incontroltv they talk about starcraft too, and occasionally some starcraft remastered for about two seconds and then spend the majority of said show answering questions that should Shouldn't be, be answered. asked <laughs> I
1: mean I there's,
0: didn't a lot say of, it. there's
1: a lot of questions out there
0: there, there are uh, there's a Christmas episode coming up believe that's maybe while I'm in Korea, so I'm slightly resentful, but it's okay. This is what VODs exist for. Um, Jeff also hosts Chapter Tactics, for those of you who are Warhammer 40k fans, as I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I could be about that much. Mm-hmm. Um, Chapter Tactics focuses on uh, basically tactical play and just all around how to be better and not suck as much. Um, You guys are talking about Chapter Approved recently, is that right?
1: Yeah, uh, it just went up today. Chapter Approved is in pre-order and will be launched this next weekend. And for people that don't know, Chapter Approved is like basically the balance patch for the the game, basically.
0: I know that it's sold out, (laughs) that's what I know. Yeah. Was that Barristan, was he barking?
1: Yeah, he just barked at nothing at all.
0: Aww, what a sweet boy. Or ghost.
2: <laughs>
1: this is the face he makes too, and I'm like, hey.
2: Aw, look at you. Go I'm back sorry. to snoring, you sweet hey, bubba. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, <laughs> Jeff. Hey, pal. There's
4: a ghost in your room.
1: That's what he thinks.
4: Hmm. Oh, watch out, buddy.
1: My favorite, though, is like some dogs, you know, if they hear something full on alert, like, alert everyone, alert him sitting in bed looking in the direction he heard oh. And i'll look at him and he'll look at me and i'll be like any follow-up are we in danger and i'll just be like oh, i'm not sure but i'm not gonna play you know i'm not gonna risk it if there is danger i've given you your chance you could have gotten out
2: <laughs> one me, morning it's... is all you
4: get just typically... one no more no less
2: yeah my cats typically like If I think that I hear something weird, but my cats haven't reacted, I think to myself, okay, there's probably nothing going on in the house, right? Because they're both skittish enough that if they heard something in the house, they would probably react, right? So I can typically just be like, it was my imagination. Uh, But every now and then I'll look at them and they'll be sleeping and then they'll go. And I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) What? what did you hear? What's going on? Is somebody in the house? Did, it, did I miss something? And then they'll just- Nothing to worry about. They'll just like slowly lay back down. I'm like, what is, the, what is this? Yeah. And it always, uh, that's the moment at which I grab one of my fake swords from the garage and then walk around the house like, who the fuck, who's in here?
1: I would say the cautionary tale for why you can never trust cats to alert you to that would be the movie Alien uh, in 1979 where Binksy watches as its owner gets devoured by a xenomorph. I don't think there's any way to recover from that and think that a cat would save you.
2: But you have to trust their own self-preservation is the thing, right? I don't think that they would try to save me because uh-huh. they're they're, you know, they're little hell spawns, so they're very connected with death and they're cool with anybody dying. I'm sorry, what,
4: what was that?
2: But I think that they want to protect themselves. So if they hear something weird and they sit up like this, I'm like, are you, what's happening? <laughs> I try to follow their lead is what I'm saying. I don't think that they're concerned for me.
1: Hang on, I'm it's... doing my favorite thing in the world where people randomly comment that I'm too loud, then I'm too quiet. So let me just- uh, You're too Yeah,
0: loud. sorry about that.
1: Now it's a little bit louder.
4: You're too quiet. And
1: someone will be like, I, this is what I always picture people they're it." Like, they're like, hang on. No, no, that's not right. I, it could be, <laughs> can it be one higher? Can it be <laughs> one higher? And then I'll do it one higher, they will be like, hang on you know what it'll have to do It'll have to do and i'm like what do you do for a living oh i work at a burger king um but when i get home i put on my cape and i am sound person and uh, <laughs> every chat on twitch oh,
4: so. Sound person
0: mm. i mean i was the, you know if the nasl sound guy got another gig we should just be happy for him but uh, uh no burger king
1: just the life of the streamer
0: indeed hmm um, I did want to mention that uh, Jeff does stream other things other than StarCraft 2. Uh, he does amazing work in XCOM 2 as well, because I don't understand. Yeah, explain this one to me, Jeff, and I'm sure you probably yeah. have this question a lot. What is it about ramming your head into a brick wall that you enjoy so much? Uh, <laughs> like You play well, the hardest yeah, games.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's always, I've always been that way with hard games, but like, XCOM is just the right mixture of RNG luck, strategy, and skill. So, all those things come into play. You can get unlucky. You can make the wrong strategy. You can just not execute. And you can just you know fail. Uh, if it was too much RNG, it wouldn't feel like a. It wouldn't feel like you're like expressing your cerebral fortitude. If if it was too much skill, then it would be Starcraft, and I already play that. So. At this point, though, I'm, I'm like 2,800 hours into Long War II, which is a mod for the game that takes a hard game and makes it impossible. And uh, I now I play it because it's it's my white whale. Like when I'm when I'm playing it, I've got one wooden leg. I'm there's like water gushing over the sides, and I'm just yelling into the the dark abyss of the world. And someday I'm gonna beat it. And when I do, I, I'll probably have to cry a little bit or quite a bit.
0: I'm just hoping I'll be there. I, I, a lot of times I'll come back in, um, into the channel, and I'm, I'm just like, oh, are we on a different run? I have to go back and look at the VOD and, and see where we are. And I mean, it's not that the playthrough is confusing. It's just you play a lot of it. Um, so I just wanted to make everyone aware that if you enjoy oh, yeah. XCOM, please check out Jeff's channel because uh, he plays a lot of it. And. I there is some zen master stuff at work there cuz I just don't know how you don't just break every piece of very expensive plastic that you own. <laughs> yeah. I mean I envy your warlord titan so much, but I think I would probably even break that with some of the the chances to to hit that you've had and just no. Just yeah. eh.
2: Yeah, that shit's difficult.
0: I, I'm just, I can't with those games sometimes. They're just too it's brutal good. for me. prepares but... you for life,
1: though. It's yeah. it's kind of funny. Like Starcraft really helps you with your work ethic, and I think it, it has an opportunity for you to like kind of learn to accept defeat or loss, but with the kind of attitude of I can do better, and it's on me, and I can come back. XCOM teaches you, It's XCOM's like reaching for a cookie and just getting your hand slapped and being like, well, that was weird. I'll try it again. I'm an adult <laughs> male. It should be fine. And then he's <laughs> an slapped male. again, and you're like... I don't understand. I'm being told no right now, and then you do it again. And you just keep doing it. So there's there's life lessons in these beautiful little games, and I know what it is in Starcraft and XCOM. I think it's just that someday a piano can fall on you, and that's that's just the way the world works. It's okay. That's
0: true. You have such a healthy outlook on things.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, like it. I I understand the try try again mentality. I don't enjoy the try try again experience with a game like xcom at all i just i it's such a long process without as much engagement like i think the reason that i can do like the same boss fight over and over and over again is because i'm like engaged for the whole fight and then it's over and either i won or i lost and it's like okay i guess i'll do that again but with xcom there's so much time that's just like okay now I'll do this and then this and okay it didn't hit Mm. I I understand I will say something
0: about XCOM though is it's very satisfying when it all comes together the game has this way of just I don't know just sort of making it just that much more (laughs) no 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 just like that much more amazing it's like when you finally do get there you're just like I don't know this wave of relief and Mm. you sort of you, know, you get this dopamine rush and some serotonin. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, let's do more of this. I, I get it. I just I don't know if I succeed enough in order to trigger that all the time. And well, so, it's certainly not
1: for anyone. I, but for me, my my best pitch to like the person who hasn't tried it or uh, a Dodger that maybe wants to try it again is that the payoff, the emotional buildup in that game is unlike almost any other game I've ever had, where. If you're tra- if you're playing it correctly, you're probably playing. You should be playing Iron Man. Doesn't matter what difficulty. Whatever's fine for you is fine. But mm. you have a character that you've been through a lot with. You've seen. You've equipped them with special stuff that you had to spend a lot of precious resources on. They have a certain role inside the squad, and then every interaction with them becomes its own little narrative that is really exciting and interesting. And it's not quite the same, no, as a sustained. 30 minute boss fight with a gigantic tampon but um (laughs) it is in fact like a more of an investment of your time your energy into something that is then so important to the overall success of everything Mm -hmm. that every single mission has this moment where you're like it's a pretty casual situation but then all of a sudden your great characters in grave peril and it's really fun because i think more games should have the angle of that where permadeath is a thing or uh you know
2: I think that kind I think is important. I get that sort of feel from Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. For sure. Like investing a lot of time into one character and being like, "Fuck, they died." And that's just <laughs> how it is. And I guess I have to like move on. <laughs> like- and Darkest Dungeon
1: is really good. One of my favorites as well. But the funny thing about that is you could lose all your guys fifteen times over again, and the run continues. You just get slowed down a little bit, mm. um, or something bad happens to them. But there is always a way to remove that. Every single defect in that game can actually be removed until. No, even the permanent ones can as well, um but in XCOM, not the case. Someone dies, they're dead. There's actually no bringing it back, and then a lot of times that person you actually needed to do this next mission that's on a timer that you now can't do. And you fine, know, lose a forty-five hour so run.
2: Yeah, that's frustrating. I don't want that.
0: <laughs> well, like, as Jeff said, it's it's not for everyone, but. Yeah, it's no. a-
2: I enjoy watching that.
0: No, and so I do I. Dexcom XCOM is really
2: fun to watch because of all of these things that you're talking about, Jeff. And I don't have the same frustration of, like, I fucked up or the yeah. game fucked me over, right? Like, I just get to experience the ride of watching the same character, like, grow and watching, you know, you or Sam, yeah. Sam played XCOM for a while, like, like, watching you guys play through the game and get really invested and all of that. And that's fun for me. And maybe that sounds really sadistic, but like that, no, that, that is, is much is, more uh, fun yeah. for me than actually playing it.
1: I, so. I liken it to like Dodger, Sam, the kid. They're in a car. They're, they're having a family vacation. They pull up to a beach. And they're like, oh, this is a 45-hour beach. Like, why do they call it that? It's like, well, every 45 hours, the ocean comes in, and just the tide finally comes in. But it's, it, you know, it doesn't come in for a while. And you'll look over there, and you'll see me just at the edge of the water building a really beautiful six-foot-tall sandcastle. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be placing the final <laughs> crenellation on top of it on hour 45. And I'll be like, God, I'm so proud. And then the water will just come and knock it over. And I'll be like,
0: Well, let's pull well, another one. <laughs> Time to start again.
1: And then I'll do it. Yep. Yeah.
2: And then Sam, the baby, and I will all go, That was nice. And we'll get back in our car and go home. <laughs> Carry on lives.
3: Yep.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> XCOM, it's fun to watch. It yeah. is. I do like watching it very much, I more so than I like playing it. Uh, so definitely check out Jeff's show stream, watch it, because you may not, it might not be for you, but watching it is quite something else, and his reactions to things are pretty worth, pretty worth. Thank
1: you. <sighs>
0: You're welcome. Um, Let's see, what, oh yeah, <laughs> the Game Awards happened. <laughs> That was a thing, Jesse. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: when you say the game awards, actually... you mean one of the six, right? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Everyone's Je- saying they were actually like really fun. Yeah. Again,
2: I didn't watch it, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted to just go over kind of like a, a recap on on what won, um, just okay. so that way we can sort of react to it. But I did want to say after the past two podcast episodes, Jesse Cox, I was a little bit wrong about this much. Okay. Only about that much, though. It was still an ad train. However, I do believe it was better than what it had been. It 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 was was it was entertaining. The music this year was really good, and those parts of it were really nice. Show and
2: stuff, right?
0: Yeah, Celeste was actually (laughs) nominated for Game of the Year. It was the only indie game that was nominated for Game of the Year, which I felt was really not. Mm, I don't know. It it. Go ahead.
4: No, I'm. I'm gonna agree with you. Thank you oh. for saying something. Uh, I felt like they threw a bone to, to like the indie community with that. Yes.
2: Yeah. Fantastic
4: yes. game. Celeste is very, very good.
2: Great. I yeah. Felt like
4: this was like they're like we acknowledge indies exist. I can agree with <laughs> you. On that. Yeah. I really like it. Everything else was like the AAA Super Show and all the Indie Awards. Jeff would come out and be like, "Yeah, this shit won," and then move on. But like, I, I get it. Yeah, I felt that too. That it definitely felt like. Here's the bone we threw. Celeste was great. Everyone knows it, but it's not going to win the award. We're just putting it up there. with. It's like when you see the Oscars and it's just like all these movies, you know, and then the one you don't. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh yes, this was Philippe Grigano's 48 hour film that he made with an iPhone. And you're like, of course that one. Ah, yes. One? Yes. Indie films. It's, I felt the exact <laughs> same way.
0: Okay. Mm. Yay. We agree on something. Woo! Me and Jesse Cox riding this, uh, this train together now. Um, I, as far as Celeste getting a nomination for Game of the Year, it's like one here go up against all of these console exclusives. Enjoy that. Enjoy going up against AAA games. Enjoy that. But at the same time, we know that you're probably not going to win it. But we might give you Indie Title of the Year. Hey guys, it's fine. Indie games they exist. Woo! And so yeah, I'm 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 with you on that one. It was just kind of weird there were so many awards that were given out during the pre-show while the, the countdown clock was ticking as well which was weird i know that that was done in the previous year but i still don't agree with it I, it's, right it's like are these just the awards that were not sponsored <laughs> as in you couldn't pay gonna- enough to get them on the actual show
2: yeah, I saw people tweeting about like awards that had come out and being like congratulations so-and-so, congratulations so-and-so and then people would respond to that going, but it hasn't even started yet, and yeah. I was like, oh, weird. Yeah, I think, I
4: I definitely think, I, I tweeted about this and I think it's very accurate. This year, I didn't give a shit about the awards. Like the awards weren't what I was watching for, mm-hmm. and I think that's the most case with most award shows. You're, I don't really care about the award aspect of it unless you're like nominated. Most people aren't like, oh, this is going to be good. Um, right. I definitely was more excited about everything else that happened. I think that all of the reveals, they, they had many of them were like, okay, that's that's cute. But some of them were huge, and I was like, ah! Yeah. And some of them were like, you know, the music was great. And I think everyone who, um, like all the different speeches and things were very fun. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, the award show aspect of it was kind of like, whatever. And um, <laughs> I think I think at least with this, I don't know. We'll have to see. Did anyone watch that other award show? That, that yeah. Is it
0: even already? on yet? I... I thought it was on the
2: ninth. I thought it was Sunday. Oh, it the out. one that had all of the pre-recordings that we were talking about last. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Whatever the case may know. be. I didn't watch that. I would love to go watch that because in my mind, most award shows are like kind of boring, and this sort of had that that Super Bowl aspect where like. I may not like any of the teams that are in the Super Bowl, but like I can enjoy the spectacle of what I'm seeing, and so that's how I felt about uh, like you know this award show. Uh, the video game awards had that like spectacle to it, where I didn't care about what was happening, but the things that did happen, I was like, oh, what? Mm. So that's where I was mm-hmm. mentally.
0: Is it the, it's the Gamers Choice Awards, right?
1: Ah, uh, yes, the that's Gamers Choice is. Awards.
0: Um, let's see. I thought that was. Let's so just be honest. CBS? They they
1: all are like the and then something Game Awards, and it's just right. it's very hard to tell them all apart. Right. I know, literally, I know what, what we're talking about, because Jeff Keighley's been doing the longest, I think, and I just know the Jeff Keighley Game Awards.
0: Right, right, same, uh, and, and this was, I just knew this, because uh, a couple hosts for some esports were Instagramming or saying that they were in the audience for it or nominated, and I was like, there's a second awards show, oh, and yeah. they're doing it around the same time? That's weird.
4: Just go... There's a bunch of people who were just Twitter live streaming it at the time, and it looked like a shit show. Um,
0: oh, yeah. It's already it's already happened. I see well, the, the winners and stuff happened, now.
4: But they scheduled it during two football games on two different channels. i gonna be real <laughs> with you. No one's going to watch your video game awards. Um, but, it, yeah, it, I think the overall vibe that I got from this year's game awards is that, one, um, they really... Uh, Like I don't, whoever they have who is deciding the awards or who's voting for people, it seemed like a lot of it was all over the place, and um, a great example of that is there were a lot of every like every other war was like Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead's a good game, (laughs) but I think it was one of those like it's a new thing. Anyone, this goes back to my uh, speech and debate days. Anyone who remembers speech and debate, (laughs) you never wanted to be first. You never wanted to be first because by the time you got through all the presentations, they would forget who the fuck you were and you would mm-hmm. never win. Never. Yeah. And so you always wanted to be last or second to last, or like you wanted to be someone to wrap it up so that you could have the impact on people watching. That's what Red Dead 2 did. Straight up was the last big title released, and people were just like, give them the award. Give me. The-. I was, I got so much shit from the internet. Some dude like went in on me. And I apparently love Cock because I thought that <laughs> well, Red Dead Redemption 2 was not the best soundtrack. It's it not, wasn't. Y'all. It's, not. it's not. It's not. Next
1: question. Yeah,
4: like with with all of the games it was in, it just wasn't. I mean, it's a great game, good sound like good soundtrack, but it wasn't out of everything else it was with. It just
0: Yeah, the, wasn't. the best score nominees were Celeste, God of War, um, the one that I just keep coming back to that I just think is so such an odd choice is Spider-Man being nominated in that category. Yo, it's that whatever. Spider-Man
4: soundtrack's dope. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. It's so good. But <laughs> when in your fighting Doc Ock, that's cheese.
0: But also, oh. Nina Cooney 2 and Octopath Traveler. Octopath yes. stuff, it, I mean, the soundtrack was okay. But Celeste, I feel, should have won that or God of War. Either, mm-hmm. either or should have won that one, but...
4: But, and that's, that's the all-over place of it, where yeah. God of War was just like a fantastic game, had all this yeah. praise. Um, even Spider-Man, fantastic game. It seemed like one of those years where Red Dead started winning all these awards, and then at the end, they're like, Game of the Year, God of War. It's like, mm-hmm. wait,
0: what? Yep. How oh, I flipped out. I flipped out so hard during justify, the Snarkathon.
4: Yeah, like, how can you justify one versus, like, oh, we're going to give all these other awards to this one, but even though it won Best Music and, like, Best This and Best This and Best This, wasn't the best game though like how can you right. say that that's crazy you might as well just mm. give it to red dead at that point if you're just it's very very weird and that's why awards and all this bullshit are subjective and i think everyone agrees that it's all like just judges that... we are all
0: patting each other on the back eventually
4: yeah so that's why i was very much like i don't give a fuck about these awards anymore i just want to see the cool stuff they're going to show and let me tell you y'alls when they did that joker thing were they oh, Persona
0: 5 Smash? It this broke the internet! It died. broke the internet!
2: I was- oh my god, I was- so I was talking about this yesterday because I was so fucking confused. Because <laughs> I saw my timeline blow up with people, no context, just saying, Wow, didn't see that coming. And I was like, this is such an oddly specific phrase to use over and You're over and over gonna again. You're
0: never going to see it coming. Yeah, and, and then- that's what I tweeted. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil it for people,
2: but... I know, yeah. And then I was watching Sam stream Smash Brothers, and somebody was like, did you hear is going to be in Smash? And I was like, DC Joker is going to be in Smash? <laughs> so fucking weird. Like, what the shit? And then... I realized what it actually was, and it all suddenly clicked together. And I was like, "What?
1: What is it? I still don't get it."
2: Persona
4: Five. Um, uh, one of the characters is going to be the main character.
2: Is Joker yeah. in Persona Five.
4: And it was just like a huge weird and moment because it started. It, it was like a trailer, and it just started like Persona, and everyone was like, "Oh, Persona's gonna be on Switch. That's cool." And then it like, shing, flipped a card, and there was like the Smash logo, and everyone lost. And they their still,
2: there's still like multiple DLC characters that haven't been revealed. So everybody's like, every time I watch a game trailer, I'm I'm like wondering whether or not it's going to suddenly be a Smash trailer and not a game trailer like the other game, which I yeah. think is actually really funny. That was a good way to do it.
4: They're doing, like, I'm not a huge Smash fan, mostly because I suck, uh, and I can't truly be behind something I'm Thanks. terrible at. But, <laughs> uh, but I'm fascinated by the way that they're rolling out all the different character releases because they're doing it in the like slickest way possible. That mm. really is all about hyping up fans that I've never, I've never seen this before. It's fantastic the way they're doing it.
1: Well, especially not for Nintendo. Of- it seems to be tone deaf with their yeah. own fan base, but this has been really on point.
2: Yeah, all of the people that I know who are super into Smash, love it. They think it's so good. Um, aside from there's like, <laughs> there's like a, uh, an elite something inside of the game that's like kind of broken. I don't know enough about it to actually talk about it, but I, there's like one aspect of the game that people are harping on, but overall like the feel of the game and the balance of the characters and everything, it seems like everybody's going, yeah. I, I was uh, privy fun. to
4: a conversation between two friends. I'm on like a a very nice chain of uh, people on my phone. And I was there was a conversation last night that was like, what do I have to do to get all the characters that I paid for? And they're like, we got to unlock them. Like, I don't want to <laughs> unlock them. Like, you have to cheese it. They literally start listing ways to cheese unlock all the characters. And I was yeah. like, that's so messed up. But do what you got to do, I guess.
1: Dude, it's yeah. kind—it's kind of a funny example, though, of the. It's—it's it's like pretty people versus ugly people. Like when a pretty person hits on you, you're like, Jesus, this makes my day. That's awesome. When an ugly person hits on you, you're like, this fucking creeper is so weird to me. Uh, that, that's like that's n- It's so Nintendo for me because like.
2: I don't understand Buy the game. You, I
4: will explain <laughs> it to so you, kidding. Dodger.
1: We must live different okay. lives. You buy the game, people. you get eight characters at the start, and then through gameplay, you unlock more. If you don't have an idea of how much bullshit that is and you're okay with it, it's a pretty person fucking hitting on you. I don't know how else to describe it for you. Like, you bought the game. There's no DLC to come yet. You, there's no, like, challenge. Literally just random characters after random moments in the game will just show up and you have to one stock them and then you get it and everyone's okay with that which is again Because this game is so beloved and Nintendo is so beloved and that's fine And it happens fast, but there's over 70 characters. We played it for like eight hours. We got half of them Yeah Imagine going to a store and be like I'll take Sm- I'll take smash, please. I'd like to buy that they're like cool there's a fucking parkour course in the parking lot behind. You need to complete that, then we'll accept your money. And you're like, "Excuse me, just give me the fucking game." And they're like, "No. I need you to jump through six hoops and off a building." And and that's actually what happened, and people are totally fine with it. It's amazing. Okay.
4: Apparently, uh from and this is this is the totally fine part. Uh actually, doctor, you can go I want to read you verbatim what that like thing that was said cuz it's amazing. Okay.
2: Y'all know that unlocking characters in fighting games has been around forever. Oh my God. Right?
1: Stop, stop. Yes.
2: What? Oh. You don't start with- accepted. What's the percentage it's of eight out of 74? The genre.
1: Dodger, what's the percentage of eight out of, <laughs> Dodger, the of, eight out of 74 and then name me a game that- I do the I don't, I don't
0: give a shit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you don't give a shit? no <laughs>
2: obviously you don't that's my point god damn it that's what i'm saying i don't care about smash <laughs> i don't think that smash is a pretty person smash is the person <laughs> that i side eye at and i'm like they're all right and then i move on with my life and then she's the like let me I play this by. road like from 12 it's- years ago oh, man. <laughs> i just don't i just don't understand <laughs> why you're equating it to like I bought a game and they won't give me the fucking game. Oh. They did. You play the game you wanted to play. You play it and then you get more and more and more and more and more and more out of it the longer that you play it. And I get that that's frustrating maybe, but like it's a totally- They give you a micro penis. <laughs> it's a normalized
1: part of the story. And you're saying I accept <laughs> the micro penis, And then I go, why? And she goes, did you know in fighting games you always unlock characters? And I'm like, yeah, that's-
2: but they took it too far, Dodger. And you're like, I don't care. I get a they side gave eye. They gave me too many things. To, they gave me too much in this game.
0: I paid money and they gave me too much. And I can't take it. <laughs> this micro penis is too much for her.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I didn't expect. <laughs> I just
0: don't get I'm excited for we'll Smash fucking 2
1: on Twitch, and they're like, listen, you start with three characters, but here's the exciting thing. There's 400 of those sons of bitches locked behind shit, and,
4: and Doc's <laughs> like, that's a
1: ton of shit! fighting games,
4: you always did that! I love it!
2: And they're like... Your question was whether, like, why are people okay with it? They're okay with it because we've been doing that forever,
4: I'm going to alleviate this problem for everyone. I'm just going to give you the answer now. (laughs) I'm going to solve it for everyone. Here's the exact conversation. Is there a way I can have all the characters I paid $60 for? I'm too old for the spirit bullshit. Uh, My dude, just cheese it. Play one 10-minute march. uh, I assume that means match. Unlock the character fight. Press the switch home menu. Close smash. Start the game. Play a 1v1 two-stock match. You'll unlock the character fight. Win or lose, press the home menu, close, smash, keep going. You unlock everyone in 90 minutes. That's what I'm talking about, baby. I can kiss you, my dude. Um. (laughs) Hey,
1: listen to that. And my favorite part is this guy's talking about fucking playing the game, card closing the game, reopening, playing it. And Dodge's like, people have been doing that since 1985.
2: It's fine. You're acting like there are microtransactions in this game. The transaction it's is that you micro. It's fine. Transactions. <laughs> the only thing we can't get back, Dodger. I, just, I can get money back. But don't buy the game. You don't
4: want
3: to
1: play it's it. Too late, Dodger. <laughs> I actually ordered two of them because I pre-ordered one and forgot
0: about it. Dodger sitting do on the couch! do not pre-order. <laughs> Well, I <laughs> we not do not pre-order this.
1: someday someday john and i in the afterlife will have the debate continue but it will never stop <laughs> i pre-order games that i want
4: i want to point out the, the conversation continues because a third member of this group joined in <laughs> and said and i quote you're trying to hack the game don't be a little bitch And he said, i'm just trying to open and reopen it so i get rid of the timer he's like i've unlocked 30 boys you suck so that's also uh, another voice jumped in. Just to remind everyone that if you cheat, you're also a little bitch. So, video games—they're
2: <laughs> they're dope. I'm not calling anyone a little bitch. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, so that I- was your pose, okay? If there were <laughs> no, I'm just saying. If there are two genres of people in this in this conversation, I'm not the one that's. Calling I want. It. I want
1: to live in a world where four foot seven Dodgers calling someone a little bitch. Like that's that's what I actually want. I will fight a hundred yeah. matches and unlock that DLC. <laughs> I want old Dodger though. Young Dodger's too. I can I can see that happening. I want sixty eight year old Dodger like quit being a little bitch
0: with All her right. cane and oh, cats
2: like really shorter at that point. max' collapsing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be oh yeah, no,
1: she has that smoker's <laughs> like don't be a
4: little
3: bitch. <laughs> yeah.
1: Back in my day, when I was watching Sam stream Smash Seven,
4: he had to unlock six hundred characters. It took him four weeks. Didn't hear a oh. damn peep out of him. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sam has to push you around in a
1: stroller.
2: <laughs> in a stroller? She, Not even a wheelchair? Like a, no, no, god,
1: god is a wheelbarrow lady. Okay? she's an old wheelbarrow lady. Oh my god. I like to feel the hardness on my back. I don't want some soft shit back there, right?
4: <laughs> he rolls her in a wheelbarrow. Yeah, dude, for sure. She pops her head out and is like, "Don't be a little bitch." And goes back in. So <laughs> he rolls her away. <laughs>
0: Julian, I, I will pay you so much cash money <laughs> to make this into an animated Oh my god.
2: I just can't wait to be the old wheelbarrow lady in the village one day. <laughs> yes. Really I didn't know that was a goal, Ooh. but it is now. I'm gonna no. make that emote right, so later. You wait. <laughs>
1: Made her fame in the internet she did, but now she's just a wheelbarrow lady.
2: Hell yeah.
3: Uh, like,
1: oh God. Guys, I was watching Terminator Salvation and in 2018. The robots take over again.
2: You know what? No. We, it's about time. They've only That's got a few time. days. They've only got a few That's days what left. what I'm
4: saying. They've got about
1: <laughs> a little over two weeks. So...
0: <laughs> now all I'm picturing is Sam racing with her, like trying to outrun. It just uh in the other like the well. in the
2: wheelbarrow ladies oh thank god i've got sam
0: no the terminators
2: well that's the unspoken part a wheelbarrow ladies you need
1: a wheelbarrow man and it's Sam's true.
2: you can't do it alone no <laughs> especially yeah especially when the robots are mm-hmm.
0: sure oh my gosh
2: hmm. do how did we get here
0: <laughs> uh smash apparently that's, yeah. that's how that happened. My
1: unexpected moment when I hear Dodger defending, unlocking 65 plus characters.
2: Remember when I called Jeff a little bitch? <laughs> God, that was some crazy shit. We all went to a dark place. You know how many go. maps
1: that game starts with, by the way? It's like a 100. <laughs> It starts off with a hundred maps. They're all too many. Fuck. No, that's great. That's wonderful. (laughs) Even if some of them are bullshit half, but then they're like, "Where's the characters?" Like that's the thing, my friend. You must find them.
0: All I know (laughs) is I was so upset. I went to the airport for just this past weekend for for C W L Vegas and League All Stars, and I forgot my switch. It was smash launch day just done the game awards Uh, the previous night and i left my switch laying on my bed and forgot to pack it and i'm at the airport and i'm literally almost in tears because i'm not going to get to play smash and i know everybody's going to be playing it when i'm at these stupid events and they were right
2: no just surrounded by people playing smash and they're like
0: yeah it's like east is happening people no let's be playing on our our switches together (laughs) what is this life but it was happening and i was just like almost in tears but here dodger's just like hey remember when i called you a little bitch? that's just amazing to me i'm just like this is how you about feel this
1: whole thing by the way <sighs> that the, the, the missing context of this that's so amazing and it's not even that missing she said it but she's hiding behind dlc of like what you would think to be logical dodger didn't even fucking play the game she doesn't even like the game she didn't even care she just she's just white knuckling onto the concept <laughs> of it doesn't matter how many characters you have hidden it's totally fine. And I this number, I could I have thrown in. He
2: doesn't even
1: know it's 70. I could have said it's like you 600. Said like, you said you did
2: understand why people were OK with it. And I was trying to help you understand. Oh, and then we got here somehow.
1: I love that that is the defense, because then the idea comes to me of like, <laughs> take a normal idea and just raise it up to ridiculous levels. And dogs would be like, that's how it works. Like, I like spaghetti. <laughs> So what I did is I ate nothing but spaghetti for one year, and I died of the diabetes. And she's like, "He likes spaghetti.
2: Why? What do we it's got to have? Life. He can make his
1: own choices." Yeah, back the fuck up. Yeah, don't be a yeah. bitch about it. Just have spaghetti forever. You little bitch. God,
0: smash. Eat some spaghetti. Who cares? Ugh. Fuck it. I wish I could have had that attitude while I was away from home. That's great. I I was thinking, it's okay. The high point of your trip back is you're going to go home for one day, do the co-optional podcast, do a a role-playing show later, and maybe play some Kingdom Two Crowns. But no, picking up my Switch was kind of a little bit more of my priority before I leave for Korea. So that way I can watch KSL Finals and be playing on my Switch and then watch mm-hmm. some really Overwatch true, contenders while playing on my Switch and pretending that like, nobody sees me. Sitting,
2: watching, an esports sh- like anything. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's always multitasking, like always. And there have definitely been times when I've been playing a game on my phone and my phone's about to die. And I've thought to myself, "What am I going to do when my phone dies?" I'm like there to watch something else, but I'm like, "What am I going to do when my phone dies?" I'm going to be so fucking bored. <laughs> like, it's not that I'm not enjoying watching. It's just that everybody is like doing something else at the same time. It's funny, it's really true though. I've been to
1: Arsene Center before as well, anyways.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Hey! Hey! hey nice.
0: <sighs> <sighs> anyway, so the awards shows, they were pretty yeah, right? Yeah, we were talking about the awkward yeah. <laughs> moments in the Game Awards show. Um, right. I, I do think one thing that Jeff Keighley might need to work on, only one, <laughs> Um, is maybe learn how to pronounce a winner's name before you give them the award. Oh, That'd be fantastic. good.
1: It's not. A, it's not an award show unless someone does that. And if you can actually really up your game, announce the person that didn't win, then announce the winner. That's the actual way to go. Like
0: Steve Miss America. Harvey. Like Steve that's how that works, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Harvey definitely does that. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. But yeah, yeah uh, uh, pronouncing IFIA the way he did really. I just, I lost it. I, I I saw her at League. I was like, Shox, I am so sorry that <laughs> he did that to you. She's like, I wasn't even watching. I didn't know that I won. Thanks. <laughs> and that sums up, like, Jesse Cox's probably reaction to this whole thing. He's like, yeah, I imagine just probably entertained, but I didn't watch. I didn't watch it for you know
1: that's the other That's the voice he has in his head, too. That's crazy.
0: I just imagine any redhead speaking, and, and that's just oh. the go-to. That's the go-to. I, I like to believe that instead what? of instead of like Black Fred guy. Savage, The Wonder Years, you know, that voice, which never really has matched in, in my mind. I like hmm. to think that inside Jesse Cox's head is just some amazing nerdy redheaded girl. And, and that is actually his is inner monologue. Head? Yeah. That's what I like actual
2: like mental narrator
0: yes. is not himself. No, no, I no, see. no, 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 no. Because I think that would be way too easy. Way too easy. No, She's no. She's saying something now. <laughs> Your bitch <laughs> oh. Sometimes we talk about video games. Uh, I like when
1: Jesse's cheeks are red because it looks like the, the coloring you put into his beard is on his face. <laughs> Thanks.
3: Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. All right, Dodger's guy. Now we can really talk yeah, about
3: right,
4: this. You, 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 you. <laughs> yeah, no. All right, for real though. Don't be a little bitch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> for real, don't uh, be a bitch.
1: I know. I think. I think award shows are really funny in that they are. I don't know. Maybe this is the weird because I, having been in esports since the earliest of times, like there's this weird always insecurity with gaming. That Wants to be mainstream it wants to be legitimate like even if it mm. is even if it is secure and it's doing fine It feels like at least you can interpret or see ways in which it's like still like hey Hey look no, no, no. look look. We're just like that thing and the award shows to me Are just so completely rife with this that I, I can't actually get into it myself. I recognize That they're awesome and that people really like it. If you win awards, it's cool. And I think it's also
4: a relative term. Let's let's like dial that one. Okay, maybe not awesome, but like there's something awesome about this.
1: Let's just say they're inevitable. They're just gonna happen, right? Like if Jeff Tele doesn't do it, there's gonna be five others. The thing is when I watch it and you just got gifted about
0: (laughs) a thousand. Yeah, I usually don't I usually don't talk about what happens in here, but dang 100 tier one community oh, sub that, gifts that's all right i
4: mean that's all oh. right pretty
1: generous but that's a lot of really bad people not posting your chat just saying, no, saying. yeah um, just kidding of course but w- when you watch the show like i i don't watch the emmys and grammys i used to like my mom watches all of them or whatever and and i grew up with you know like i'm watching this important thing and i'd watch a couple but it was always just like and now over to the sports state corner with tom Hardy talking to some other celebrity you know tom's like it's right, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, good movie right then and they're like oh yeah totally great you know it's just like it's all it feels very plastic and fake and well, I, yeah, I want it the game is. show the game awards to to rise above that and be its own unique thing but then they have these weird segments where someone comes over and someone else goes over and they're like hey sorry I'd have a better speech but I was up last night playing fortnite season <laughs> seven and I'm just so tired and then there's people like He's like, ha anyways, today's award for best battle between a boss and a player. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, they want so bad to be exactly like uh, all the other award shows. And the made-
4: award show, it, what they've created should not – you're right. It shouldn't be the guys coming out and giving awards or people coming out and be like, okay, today we're going to give an award for best, like, streamer. Cool. No, like I don't – I. Don't give a fuck, but uh the other things they do during the award show where they reveal things and it yeah. has this sort of yeah. like e three vibe to it that shit's fantastic, and no other award show does stuff like that, and that's a, like, they've like the, the like they have the Oscars don't
0: show trailers of new and exciting movies that are about to be made absolutely so, and so i I feel you on that point,
4: like the Tonys kind of do like everything's a song and dance, which is you know if musicals are your shit, then you're gonna love that stuff, but um. Most award show don't most award shows are just like and now a clip from several movies and we give an <laughs> award. And this in between everything, they're showing you stuff about games, they're giving you new uh trailers. Most of them, a lot of them were indie games, so that was really cool. Some of them I was like, I'll never play this, but I know a lot of people will be super hyped about this game. And like
0: the new Stanley Parable kind of, stuff. I was just like,
4: What? Agreed. Wow. That is a
1: unique feel to and that is cool. I do enjoy mm. that. Yeah, I think that's the focus they should
4: have is is everyone was like i didn't like that they just ran through awards and like jeff would come out and say like 20 things and then the award like and then they'd only do like eight awards i'm fine with that shit. i don't need to see everyone get awards i'd rather see cool game trailers and that's what it's about that's how you get people to watch and but so uh, like, it's an entire it's award been, show sorry. about I mean, game trailers
2: but it's <laughs> an awards show so it should be about the awards shouldn't it yeah which
4: sucks <laughs> <laughs> like i'd rather i'd rather <laughs> it not be I'm going to be real. Like, I know it's an award show, and I know that's the point of it is awards, but like, (laughs) a four hour award show is a long ass time to like care about a game winning awards. That, like, you didn't like, I didn't do anything to make that game win awards. I don't like. Everyone who was like really ants about Red Dead winning stuff, I'm like, you didn't make it win that. What?
0: But, <laughs> like, they, but you could, what could vote on stream, Jesse. Oh my goodness. We were part of making all of these things happen. I mean, when the nominees are, oh, I don't know, a console exclusive and a, and a console exclusive and an indie game that doesn't possibly stand a chance. Oh, I don't know. Well, whatever could we do? But if we vote on Twitch, we made that happen. You, me, together. We did that. So now we're invested.
4: Jesse just wants a game trailer show with occasional awards. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what. That's can we well, call it, what it, was. A it was
2: game trailer
4: award show? I'd be fine. I'd be fine I if it was just like
2: I would watch that. a game trailers show. Yeah, isn't E three? Isn't that what that is? Yeah, yeah, E3 it's supposed is to be. mostly that. Yeah, but we yeah, need but more. it's in chunks. If it all could just happen in a four hour
0: period, just trailer yeah,
4: trailers. Yeah, that'd be so. good. Hours. If we I could mean, just yeah. like. Get everyone E3 to agree to do a four-hour show and call it a day. Oh, Sony, Sony's not going to be
0: there, so maybe we will get that because, I mean, so, that used to be a pretty, pretty lengthy show. Out?
1: <laughs> I'm just
0: thrilled. We call
1: it the Rhythm Method here in the States. Thank you. <clears throat>
0: uh, so Red Dead 2, basically, I mean, I won't say swept because they didn't, but eight nominations, four awards, uh, three awards for God of War, two awards for Celeste, two awards for Fortnite. uh yeah everything else was just kind of i don't Even know the as you'd expect award
4: was like every single person only one guy lupo i think was the only person where they didn't use all Fortnite footage yeah but everyone else <laughs> was all Fortnite. and i was like it's cool that these are the streamers you chose i have no problem with with the streamers they picked but like they gotta play other things besides just Fortnite, y'all i get that that's the hotness but You can show random clips of them playing all sorts of things, and they just were like, no, no, no. It's all Fortnite. But we get the
0: the best eSports game to Overwatch, so it's okay. It'll be all right. Fortnite didn't win that one. Not that one. I truly don't
4: understand. Although, shout out to uh, Fortnite players currently right now at this very moment who are experiencing, I guess, whatever they just patched in is terrible, and people are (laughs) losing their shit because it's like unbalanced. And I just want to say... Congrats Fortnite players. You're gamers now.
1: Well that's when you're that's your first actual step into being a true esports is having something yeah. patched in that's imbalanced and then you're like, what are these feelings? What 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 is I, I feel anger and it's like, yeah, you're in esports now. <laughs>
0: Welcome. Right now Barrison is is doing my reaction to Fortnite. Yeah. Yuck, yuck, I don't know. Yuck, yuck.
1: <laughs> Let gamers game. If people enjoy, it, I like it and stuff. And it's uh, it's definitely not for me. Um, the whole esport of the year thing is just a funny concept, anyways. Like just in general.
0: Yeah, let's not uh, dominate.
1: That that category can just basically be who's spending the most money. <clears throat> yeah. It doesn't, and it and honestly, like the the argument people would make is like, no, it should have been Fortnite. You mean the company that's par- promised twenty million dollars in prize pool in the next like several years? Well, it should have been Dota. You mean that game that has a $25 million international grand tournament or whatever? But didn't uh, well, win well, best esports it? event of the year? Which is a $25 million <laughs> buy-in for an esport league. Like, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, best I, esports I, event actually went to league instead of the international. And I'm I'm just like, but okay. But I, feel, I feel like me. this is
4: this is one of those things that because of the amount of money involved, and i don't want to like man this is borderline conspiracy theory territory but like even the uh award show that was on the ninth the gamer's choice like all that Mm. stuff a lot of it besides the award show just and like awards in general just pats on the back like industry pats on the back yeah a lot of this has this vibe of like money involved yeah and, uh, and especially with with the, the many of the award shows we see in gaming that I don't think is what you see in the world of um uh, like other things at the moment like like movie and TV even though there's a lot of money and shit involved in that a lot of it's like the indie darling one right but in this stuff specifically there's definitely like I, I, I can't I can't shit on like any of like Ninja for example like is it is a cool dude. Um mm-hmm. but I definitely feel like a lot of the awards of like we're we're going to get like it almost seems like some of the awards are like well we're gonna base an award show around like ninja and like we're gonna like bring him in because he's like transitioned between gaming culture and celebrity culture and that's gonna bring in more eyes or we're gonna like this game is very very popular so we're only gonna talk about this game and this thing has a ton of money involved so we're gonna focus on and it just seems like gaming esports and just the general world in which we live in is still kind of like wild westy to me it definitely well, seems like not to be that agency like- but like that's
1: everything like i 100 agree with you there are going to be segments with the guy that's approaching what like five million twitter followers or whatever and is like the biggest thing right now he's in commercials he's on espn's magazine like yeah you're you have him there you're going to put him on all the segments and you're going to shoehorn the shit out of it. Did you watch the thing where he's talking to the Muppet? That I, was... I've never had my testicles pull so far inside myself that I was literally gurgling my own nuts the, ah. during the entire segment. And I could not... The, what's kind of nice for me as a curmudgeony old gaming personality is I was like, this is why they pay experience and good people to host segments, and this is why being amazing at a game or having huge fame doesn't necessarily mean you're good to be on camera in a segment because i was just and it's an impossible thing he's talking to a fucking muppet but it was just like sure. the shtick with ninja is so bad every time where they're like Fortnite. isn't that that game like kids play? he's like no nah, man it's great everyone plays of all different ages and sizes and it's just so it's a, it's a wonderful game and i love it it's so great and they're like he he's like ha, 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 that's not what it's called it's not called that at all ha, ha. And I, was, I was watching it's like
0: it was so uh, bad the but I, I, the I hate, fifth element was
3: criticizing
1: twenty years ago. Go
4: ahead. <laughs> but it's it's. It, it, but the the whole point is that I don't. It's not about what awards were chosen. It's not about who the awards went to. It's just like the vibe, the overall vibe of oh, okay. gaming award shows feels like I don't want to say seedy, but it doesn't feel. It's like at least with other award shows, it, be it the Oscars or the, they've covered up the CD element with glitz and glamour. And award like gaming award shows don't have that.
1: Like that's the problem. That's a, that's the business model issue though. For Jeff, he's like been very outspoken about how he's taking sponsored segments. He's putting his own money into it. He he's letting people buy in, and when someone buys in, that's how it gets done. But you don't have the ability to then be like, actually, I think this is how that scene should go. This will represent your <laughs> product the best. They'll be like, no, no. no. I paid you $40,000. You're going to give me my two minutes. And Jim Sterling, who is in writing uh, in our department, wrote up this segment. And it's fucking fantastic. His kid says it's going to be great. And then it just goes to TV. And that's how it always fucking works until you get to be a big ass dog like the Oscars or somebody else where someone's like, I paid you money for that. And they're like, bitch, I'm bigger than you. You'll be happy to pay me money and be a part of this. Jeff Keighley's show is not there. None of them are. And you're exactly right. That is the gaming world right now. Like it, it like right now, there's so, there's some fucking exec who's like, Jenna, I've got $6 million. I want to sponsor your next show. It's going to be a Trojan condoms and how they're fucking the best. And I'm going to have Dodger wear one over her face. like, I will Sold. not. Sold. like, yes, I'll do it. And then the whole thing will be a shit show. But that's gaming. And until you get to a place that's like Facebook stuff, <laughs> So I was like, I'll pay you $6 million to wear a Trojan condom on your head. They'll be like, no, but Samuel Jackson will do it. And they're like, okay, I'll go to Samuel Jackson <laughs> oh, for the rest of his life. It's it's just like a weird vibe. Like overall,
3: there's
4: That's just like a weird mil- vibe. Yeah, it's
0: you know. it's a it's a outy vibe. That's how it always has felt to me. It's always felt like a bit of a sell-out show. But you you sort of knew that going in. It doesn't make it sure. better, really, to have the awareness. I guess if you can set your expectations, and you are that person, you're like, oh, here we go again. This is yep, yeah, mm, this is the show, but and it's gonna be like, like just this
4: award show. I mean, like oh, all literally award shows. Every yeah, yeah. <gasps> okay, award show so feels the same way. I have been. Yeah.
0: I have been side-eyeing my other monitor here for maybe about the past 10 minutes because after you brought up the other award show the the not the game awards mm-hmm. award show um the category came up most anticipated game sure mm-hmm. it's a game that's not even out yet and it wins an award
3: yeah that's what right
0: this is That's where we are. You don't even have to have a game out anymore. It's, it's, it's fine. You just have to have shown a trailer, possibly at E3 or somewhere. I just, we haven't even seen enough of almost any of these games to possibly give it any credence to be like, oh yes, this is who should win this. The the Last of Us 2 wins this And the only thing we've seen of The Last of Us 2 Is that there's still really really bad Stealth mechanics Congratulations you're so anticipated Oh my god
4: I would love to be in the boardroom So Imagine your game wins Most anticipated game Your game releases the next year Everyone's sitting around the day after an award thing And you didn't win game of the year like, how do you how do you have a trophy that says most anticipated yeah. game? Yeah. <laughs> the game releases, you have no other rewards. That must be the most like defeating thing in the world. <laughs> the whole concept is like, yeah, we really, really want to see your game. Oh. <laughs> like, what do you do? I it's would like never
1: show man. And then you turn out to be a piece of poop.
4: I would never want an award that was like, everyone's amped for your game. The pressure is that's like just the pressure award. Like, don't fuck it up. The award. Mm-hmm.
0: It's. It is literally people who would make game trailers. That that is the award for them, or movie trailers. Even if if, if no. we're at the Oscars, that, you know, let be a cool award. It would be a game cool award. Are
4: edited and done differently. Right. It's, a, a-, it's, a-, it's a package.
0: Made. It's it's a it's a promo package. It's you know a lot of times outsourced, done by different companies even. That would be cool to see, but anticipating the entire game. Almost solely based on trailer footage because there are some games that we have seen some gameplay out of. But Death Stranding being nominated, we still don't even know what the fuck Death Stranding is. Not even Hideo Kojima knows what it is. However,
4: if it was the trailer award, I'd give it to that shit in a heartbeat. Yes. I've never been more attached to a thing that I don't understand. (laughs) Ever. I'd be like, that wins best trailer. All those trailers? best trail you win it over here kojima you deserve this because i don't know what the fuck i'm about to play but i'm gonna buy it
0: do you know who does not win this award though who is in this category anthem (laughs) i'm so sick of seeing anthem i am so over it i am so over anthem i just and and that was the other part about the game awards that i think explains the slight seediness feeling is because you know when the people show up and they're like, "Hey, so we've got this footage for you, Jeff Keeley. Here, show this on your show." But then I also want you to bring me on stage to talk a little bit about all the other stuff that we're doing in exchange for that. So it's it's a little bit of bargaining, a little bit of a tit for tat, and it just it's not natural. That and bringing out Christoph oh. Waltz out to to do this whole. <laughs> little jibe of haha, oh, I prefer our mouse and keyboard. Ha <laughs> You know, a- Academy Award winning persons making video game jokes. Hoyuk. Oh, oh my goodness. Please, yeah. Jonah Hill, please come to more video game award shows and phone it in. We will give you a game award. Here, take mine. It's fine. Can I tell you it's something? Fine. I, tr- I will <laughs> send it to you.
4: <laughs> can I can I tell you something? I will truly I truly one hundred percent do not understand how Jonah Hill could like be as lame as he was when the <laughs> dude a video game playing pothead. Explain to me how the crew he rolls with doesn't get games. I truly don't understand. The dudes, you just see them just like chilling out playing games. How is it possible that he's like, I'm too cool for this? Fuck you. I say redo. I want to redo, jonah You owe us this. I know you a big old nerd. I know you a big old stoner nerd. You can't be too cool for this. Redo. We need you in 2019 come back and be like look i'm high right now and i don't know what's going on but i play
1: games jonah <laughs> hill right
0: yeah i mean when we brought seth rogan back yeah, yeah. or something like that that'd be different but yeah i mean that, um, they, they all roll together yes. though It's just like bring michael sarah with you or something i don't know he seems like a lot redo. of fun demand- <laughs> i'm not
4: gonna tell you i'm not gonna yell and complain about how like i thought it was lame i'm gonna say i love you enough to say redo you get a redo <laughs> on this shit because that was lame, my man. And I know, I know deep in your soul, you big old nerd burger. So how dare you?
1: I, I, it's weird to, I mean, sure, call it Jonah Hill, but the fact that Joe Joel McHale still gets gigs doing this when the first time he did this, he, I've never seen someone so embarrassingly, A, phone it in, but B, think the angle to take is hating on games and calling all gamers like virgin nerd losers yeah you haven't seen old works. clips of that it happened. it was only like three years or four years ago or whatever it was but my god and there he is at every fucking gaming he's at one of them and, and he does a better job now because the feedback he obviously got was like youtube right. videos of highlights of how bad it was Well, this they,
2: they, just, they just rolled him into a meeting and they were like we're not going to say anything we're just gonna yeah show you a compilation <laughs>
4: I don't, I don't know what ended up uh, live, but the footage that they showed that I saw on on Twitter of the Choice Awards, the first award they had was uh, Anne and Lupo come out and do an award thing. And the bit they did was literally about, like, how gaming awards aren't that serious and how it ain't that big a deal. And then they had them go back and redo it. I thought, oh, well, they probably don't want people to, like, hate on an award show, the first award out the gate. Nope, they just read the same scene. I was like, "That's the script they gave them." Oh, I feel. I was like, "I feel bad for everyone involved with this." Like the whole bit is like, <laughs> "Gaming awards can't take them fucking seriously." Like
0: what? Then yep. why are we having them? I feel What's like the point then. The majority of the ones for the Gamers Choice Awards, I had not gone through all the categories, I didn't care because I didn't know that it even existed. I've done the Snarkathon for the Game Awards for the past three years, so of course I'm a little bit more invested in that. But some of these are just absolutely ridiculous. And then some. Fan Favorite Fall Release. That's an award. Red Dead Redemption 2 got that, by the way. Like, I don't, I can't I don't- even understand half of these. These is just so weird. Ugh. There's
4: a lot of things that I've heard in regards to the Gamer's Choice that are like...
0: They've got to all be paid. <laughs> I don't know. It's so
4: Definitely strange. not for podcast consumption. For post-podcast discussion, things yes. I've heard are yes. like... Yes, yes, Oh my. Yeah, so I don't really give those awards much credit, but I feel bad for everyone who like... I know a lot of people who went thinking it was Jeff's show. I'm not oh, even lying. Oh no, I know really? people who went... Oh my I had a gosh. Conversation with, like, wow. A pretty big person who was like, yeah, I went because I thought it was Jeff's. And I messaged him like, where are you at? And he was like, my show's not till later this week. And they were like, what? So I really know wow. a lot of people. I think this was one of those weird things that, um, <coughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: The only thing I, I will think- say, is, fan favorite indie game was Subnautica <laughs> for the Gamer's Choice Awards. So that's a thing. You know what? I...
4: We'll never play somatica. And I hope I that know game... you won't.
0: I know, I know you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I hope
4: it's a virus that destroys it from the world. But I'm thrilled <laughs> that it exists because people seem to love it and I'll never hate them for liking terrible, terrible things. I like shit, so that's cool. Whatever.
0: <laughs> Should be your new tagline, Jesse. I like shit.
4: I like shit. It's cool. I like <laughs> shit. Yeah. And then it's like just thumbs up. Like, I like shit. <laughs> You so oh. can't, can't hate people for enjoying garbage because I love a good garbage game. Sometimes, them games is just what you need.
2: Oh, for like, sure.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, just running through some of the game announcements: um, Atlas actually looked kind of cool. Um, sure. Let's see. <laughs> Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fueled. That was. You a, know what? I've everyone wanted so the. They, really they all freaked out. And I was like, The hype was I'm, so real for them thrilled
4: for you yeah i i ain't gonna play it but like i'm
0: glad you're excited i can't be mad at it uh what i will say though is that uh the amount that we did not see of dragon age the new dragon age was expected i mean i expected not to see a lot of it it's not far enough along in
4: i already have the prediction Uh that the next big like award fight is going to be between the next uh elder scrolls and next dragon age they'll both come out the same year and that'll be the next big like big who's gonna win and i'm fine with that i can't wait to see what happens with that shit because dragon age they got to rethink some of the stuff there and i swear to god if the next elder scrolls is just skyrim again i'm I'm gonna be pissed I'm if be they don't pissed. switch like, out the
0: <laughs> engine at least i do, I just don't yeah. know what is gonna happen we need to we need to get a and bit of an upgrade for, just a bit playstation
4: 5 rumors y'all i'm excited for that shit too why sony's not gonna be there this year is like mm. next year PlayStation. i'm i want i want all this i want like i love the future gaming i'm ready i'm ready to like be blown away i'm ready for my holodeck y'all i just want to <sighs> sweet sweet eight pound four ounce little baby Jesus or four pound eight ounce however big you are little baby Jesus I'm not going to judge you I need to just live long enough to have a holodeck bury me in that shit I don't care that's all I want that's all I want in this life just to make it to holodecks and then you can just put me out on an iceberg I don't even give a fuck at that point I'll be like I did what I set out to do
2: <laughs>
4: mm. bye everyone and I'll blast if, off I'll return to my home planet <laughs> I'll just get in my shuttle Home <laughs>
2: planet like, bye like- everyone If they created a situation, you know how there's always sci-fi episodes of shows and things about um, instead of you dying, they preserve your brain and then like upload your consciousness into like a virtual world and you can just live whatever your best life is for Mm -hmm. eternity. Would you want that or would you- No, because that's a lie. That's a
4: lie. Oh, we getting into it now. That's a lie because Are we? Is it daughter
0: time again? Apparently, we've gone full transcendence. Thanks. and
4: bitch. It'd be a copy (laughs) copy of who you are. And uh, even though I'm not a huge fan of Soma, the ending of that is exactly right. When like, Uh if you transfer yourself to someone, like they're still the you. So like, there isn't like, (laughs) like I would still be dead. That wouldn't be me. That wouldn't be my. That wouldn't be me in there. It'd be a copy of me. But I'd still be dead. So like, you know. It's one but of those Your things. consciousness
2: would still exist. No, so, my consciousness would be dead. I, I what, understand what saying, that you're would be saying a copy of my you would be dead. Yes, and my but consciousness like, would still exist. That's like saying, is it worth it to go into another dimension, to like time travel if you think <clears throat> that time traveling is going to send you into another dimension and the world that you return back to is still destroyed, sure. Would you still time travel to save a different dimension if you knew about it.
4: Uh, it depends on what the I mean like there's outcomes and there's variables and it depends on like this is like Star Trek when they when they uh, teleport down and it's like All their atoms were scrambled and then put back together. Is that the <laughs> same person? Right?
2: So if like the androids attacked and the whole Z squad was destroyed mm-hmm. Would you jump into your mom's time machine and then go? back in time to try and stop the androids from destroying the world Even Even if the even if the time
4: that I went back to was an alternate reality? Even
2: if you knew that when you go back, when everything's sorted and you go back, your world is still destroyed because you went to another dimension. And save those people?
4: Uh first off, I wouldn't go back. I'd stay in that other dimension and kill the me that existed there and take over his life. Second, I would save it and stay. Come on, I'm not an idiot. Third, why would I go back to that shithole? No. (laughs) i I failed those people i'm not gonna fail these people and then i want to go back or or i live like magus and become like an evil wizard who lived in a castle but actually was just the kid from earlier right spoilers spoilers for chrono trigger spoilers Spoilers for chrono Chrono trigger
2: Spoilers.
4: (laughs) actually magus not really the villain spoilers yeah
2: let him join your team let magus join the team yeah let him
4: join the team that's all i'm saying just let the man drop. not don't leave him on that cliff he just yeah. wants to belong his mother his mother was fucked up and his sister his poor sister got trapped in time y'all his poor it's sister crazy. got trapped in time and it's just, just let it just let him join this team just let, let him, him join, join the, the team Z squad man he's got a great theme you know just because he hung out with with the the band members for red hot chili peppers <laughs> <laughs> just because <laughs> he, he hung out with with like band members though come on y'all mm-hmm yeah. Welcome mm-hmm.
0: to the Cooptional Podcast.
4: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I I hope everyone in chat is actually really angry about spoilers for Chrono Trigger. I hope that is <laughs> you guys. Actually, I was you're not just play that next furious. Week. You're actually furious about us being like they spoiled Chrono Trigger. I hope that's the case.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Anywho. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Barristan. Um, So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what games have you guys been playing lately? We're going to talk about that. Um, I played uh, a game that I
2: think Steam is telling me Jesse might have also played called Iris Fall. Hmm.
4: Uh, yes, I did play that.
2: You played a little bit of it, right, for a Fan Friday?
4: Yeah, uh, I played more than what I played for Fan Friday, but... Uh... Most of what I didn't play, thank God for editing. I cut out the part where I got stuck on a puzzle and was just like I can't I, can't I was this.
2: streaming so I didn't get to do that Everybody <laughs> what I got stuck on for I got so Iris Fall is this game that came out and um, it's like a it's like a puzzle game that's very paper crafty in terms of like the aesthetics and uh, you play a girl who like wakes up from a nightmare, but then as you play, you're like, maybe I'm still in the nightmare, that kind of a concept. Oh wow, um,
1: you're dead the whole time type of thing?
2: Uh, just kind of like going through her memories. Yeah. That sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the puzzles are actually really, really interesting in it, and it plays a lot with light and dark. Um, the mechanics is- feel very like contrast.
4: What is that game um, that came out a while ago that was by the same team that made uh, We Happy Few? Tetris.
2: Contrast. Con- con- contrast con- yeah, con- yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's
4: it's very similar to that in mechanics where you are playing with shadows and light and dark.
2: Yeah, and you can become you a shadow the and then you can yeah. yeah. So say that like you came to an area where in the real world there's no bridge, but maybe you can solve a puzzle that'll make something fall over, and then there's a shadow that can act as a bridge and you can become a shadow and cross over like that okay. kind of a thing. Three um, right. Got it. But then there are also straight up like measuring cup style puzzles where it's like can you get all of these liquids I hate to them right? I can't the
4: answer so is no I still are, can't do it, it I, can't say, I, can do I can't and math
0: in advance I can't math five steps ahead in order for that to happen I don't know why I'm so bad at stupid liquid get ga- the
2: Ugh. yeah so I there are a those. few puzzles that are that are along those lines right like a contained like brain puzzle um there's a whole section that's like kind of Rubik's Cube based and I was dying um there's there was one puzzle that i literally was just i got to this point where i was like just tell me how to do this like i can't and i never do that i was just like i can't what puzzle puzzle was it it was the one with the two eyes and the two flowers and you had to line them up where they were supposed to be have you gotten that far
4: okay i um i think this goes this goes to the jesse dodger puzzle conundrum where when we put our heads together, we can solve anything. But alone, right. we get stuck on different things. And so <laughs> yeah. a great example is like, I'm sure for you, the one puzzle where you had to um, move the, the like the different eyes with the different bodies to make the giant robot move, right? Oh, did, did yeah. You, I imagine you solved that very quickly. For yeah. me, I didn't even notice the clock shadow oh, thing behind no. me. So <laughs> I was like, I wonder what the, so I moved it like 18 times It was just like, huh. I can't, oh, God, there's a background. (laughs) I very much, uh, that's the problem I have. Meanwhile, puzzles where it's like, uh, make the electricity flow through these conduits. That was an easy, like, oh, this is simple. I know what to do here. But the other puzzles, I'm just like.
2: Yeah, there was one specific puzzle. Not saying that I didn't get stuck on other puzzles. Like the the puzzles in this game really are like interesting. And I think pretty innovative. Innovative. innovative, Yes.
3: Innovative.
2: Um, the only mechanical problems that I had were with some of the puzzles. There would be buttons that said they were doing one thing, and then they would do some- Like, they would do the right thing for a while, and then they would do something else. And I'd be like, did I hit the wrong thing? But I hadn't. It was just like a weird, like, hiccup in the system sometimes, and that I thought that that the, was really um, bizarre. The but. puzzle
4: where the bear's head pops off, and all the other little heads there, and oh, you have to press yes. them, and it like does the background shadow thing. Yes. It. I for some reason just didn't get how obvious it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is just.
2: Really I so- over, I overthought a lot of puzzles. There you were times where to I, puzzle? W- I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but like <laughs> there were times where I would, the simplest option was the correct option, and right. I'd be like. Fuck. Like why didn't I just go why didn't I just try that? You know but, but visually but, yeah. this game is it's,
4: it's really black good. and white. Uh it is a game that is like super I don't I don't think gothic's the right word, but maybe goth is the right I, I, No, I, like, it's, it's very
0: Coraline. Yeah, it yes. I was actually just going to mention Coraline. It's like yeah. um Kiki's delivery service goes to Coraline almost <laughs> the outfit and the cat and whatnot. She just needs a broom, but also the Illuminati. That's a thing. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Um, There's
4: definitely a, a weird, creepy vibe to it. The entire time, if you want to see 30-some minutes of a guy shouting, why am I doing this, to everything, from the moment the girl gets out of bed having a dream about a weird-ass cat basically killing her to following a weird-ass cat through things that will probably kill her, I was just like, why are we doing this, girl? I did Can the same just... thing. I was like, why are we following this cat? <laughs> I why was are, like, are we doing this? this? This is exact opposite. You just had a dream about, like, shit chasing you. Why are you then chasing the thing that's, like, chase? I was like, girl, don't do this. This is going to be bad the entire the entire time. I was like, Mm-mm. You go to a thing and then, like, evil puppets appear. I'm like, why are we doing this? Go home. There's no reason <laughs> to be in a sewer. Why are we, like, girl, you should not be here. Mm. Oh, yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, I, I almost wasn't going to play it because the reviews that I saw of it when I was going to download it we're not super positive um and right. i don't know if it's because it had just come out and so they were all like pre-release reviews oh, and people being yeah. like oh it was shorter than i thought it should be and it's like a 15 dollars game so like maybe people thinking it wasn't like the amount of time that they got out of it i but- mean if
0: if we were to go by that then we should never have played call of cthulhu or anything right. like that yeah. but yeah three of us actually seem to enjoy it for the most part so yeah exactly so yeah. it I
2: haven't beaten it yet, but I feel like I'm coming up on the end um, Mm. and I've played three hours, so it is definitely shorter, but I, I really enjoyed playing it. And I think that if you're somebody who likes puzzle games, you're probably going to, the puzzles are probably going to make you go, Oh, this is a little different in a good way. So
4: no one is uh, there's, I don't think that I've seen any puzzles that have been reused. And I think that's fun. Mm -hmm. where they aren't just like reusing the same concepts they build on them so as you like even the footage that you saw on the screen where you're sort of learning how to manipulate the shadows to create the ramp that's going to lead you up to this thing they everything sort of builds off of that as you go through and i think that's that's always the sign of like a good puzzle game for me where the Mm -hmm. first ones you're like i've learned what to do here and then the next puzzle is like take what you've learned and do something crazier i think that's i think that's
3: great
0: yeah i like that part of the aesthetic is almost a little bit Rusty Lake vibes, except obviously not flat. There were some hard
2: Rusty Lake moments in this where I was like, this feels straight up like I'm playing Rusty Lake. Rusty Lake,
0: Lake, right? As soon as Mm -hmm. I saw the art style, that was the first thing that went to my mind. It's like, "Eh, if we made a more 3D version of Rusty Lake, it would probably be something slightly like this, except more animal heads, less human heads, perhaps, maybe. Or, Or her limbs would be falling off throughout the runtime or the cat would have no head at all. Uh so yeah, it looks very interesting. Jesse, did you say you finished it?
4: Uh, I've not finished it. You
0: have it not finished it either. Okay. All right. But mm. uh it looks creepy and interesting. So there you yeah, it's it's not scary. It's not
2: like deeply creepy. It just feels a little sinister. Huh. So right. yeah, it's it's good. Cool. Um I also the last part of the council came out. So oh, I've now played yeah. all of the council. Just oh, I haven't, keep up with the council? I'm I
4: gonna... uh, have all of it on my desktop and I just need a day where I can like play. Mm. And so I'm I'm ready to go nuts because I have a lot of like don't spoil this ending for me. I, I won't. Yeah. What I can I'm do.
0: I'm not even gonna put any of it up on the screen because I'm still in chapter two of or okay, three of I the was council. Ask you, so YouTube, gonna... yeah, yeah, I I am not I'm not in it far enough to, right. to comment on the council. What I will say
2: is the game continue does this. The game like ramps.
4: Mm-hmm. Um Can I still <laughs> Can I still like sleep with the countess who is not who may or may not actually be? A I'm countess. not
2: answering that <laughs> question. I'm not answering any questions. Get right. <laughs> what I will say is Uh oh. Um, <laughs> she's gonna say it. What I will say is I have a lot of people who have watched me because I've streamed every chapter. I have a lot of people who have watched me who have said they've gotten extremely different scenes from me and extremely different endings from me. Um, I tried when I got an ending, I went back in the chapter and tried to do something different right at the end. And I got the same ending and um, a lot of, well, mostly the same ending and a lot of, People were saying, "Oh, I got a completely different ending," which says to me mm. that the things that you did in the other chapters actually did affect sure. how the game wound up, which I was pleasantly surprised about, and it makes me really want to replay it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, overall, I would say it was a it was a positive batshit yeah. experience playing the council. Yeah
4: those are my favorite positive bat shit experiences yeah. are what i look for in games now Yeah, right Fact. that's what i want
2: that's i honestly I want. think i think both of you i want both of you to tell me how you feel about this game when you finish it <laughs> because both of you have not played the last couple of chapters and the last couple of chapters is where i've been like What? So I need... I just really need you guys. I
0: I have a 20-hour flight tomorrow, and I have nothing else going on. Perfect. Play Kingdom 2. Finish the council. I've been playing Kingdom 2. I actually managed to get a pre-release key, so I I had been playing uh, Kingdom 2 for for a while. Um, I'll probably talk about it when we come back a little bit from a break. Uh, We do need to take a little bit of a break, and we have a sponsorship spot from Audible as well as soon as we get back. Um, but yeah, more games after the break. Mm. You guys are watching the optional podcast, and hopefully we don't run too much over. I know we started late because that is entirely my fault. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we will be right back. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hello. Hello. We are joined today by the amazing Jeff in Control Robinson today for our show.
3: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: No worries. I see there's an addition to your background, young man. Are you showing something off there?
1: People ask. They want to see it, so it is.
0: It is the most gorgeous, gorgeous thing nerd plastic ever (laughs) I love it so much I can't as soon as I saw the very first time he posted after it was painted I googled because I was curious I was like "Hmm, I wonder what that would set me back (laughs) I was told no (laughs) I was smacked down and said no you can't have one But it's OK, because I can I can look at Jeff's and, and longing and just be like, that's cool. He has a thing. That's nice. <laughs> it is very, very cool, though. It's OK. I In exchange, I get, I get to make weird things that cost less and are much larger, but yeah. significantly less portable.
1: Well, as some would tell you, it's not always the size that counts, it's how you use it.
0: <laughs> very true. You only have yeah. so many points. Um, uh how is how is warhammer coming along for you by the way as far as tournaments are concerned
1: it's great um it's really fun and exciting time because uh, 2018 the company's stock value went up like over 500 600 something like that which is wow actually unheard of for a company that says they're you know 20 plus years old 30 i think um So what that means for us, it's really fun is they're getting into Twitch. They're looking at having their events commentated. They want more of the stuff streamed. They want daily shows. Um, And I have all the right connections and I am a gigantic fan of them. So they're working a lot with me and how I'm a play tester and reviewer and soon to be show host. And I did one commentary event with them and we're gonna ink the contract. And I'll be all next year at all their big events commentating.
0: Wow, that is amazing, GG. Uh, does that mean that, that will be you'll be cutting down on stuff for StarCraft 2, perhaps? Or do you think it's going to be an okay balance? I mean, I know you haven't inked everything yet, so I don't know if there are no. dates that have already been predetermined or um, just do you foresee that being an issue, perhaps, or?
1: Uh, I hope not. All the events do not coincide, and the only Warhammer event that did coincide with um, a WCS stop, which is a StarCraft event last year was one that they didn't have commentary at so
3: oh,
0: okay
1: will be fine cool um i'm also on the etc team for the united states which is like the warhammer olympic team and that is gonna happen at the same time as a wcs stop i believe so i'll have to miss like mm. one or two wcs stops type of thing but it's not going to replace my starcraft life or anything like that
0: okay good to know con- yeah. con- concerned people wanted to know me um <laughs> I am the concerned party. Uh, <laughs> we do have a uh, a little sponsorship spot that I need to fill fulfill here. Uh, our episode today of the Cooptional Podcast is sponsored by Audible. Uh, you can. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who Was that who was who, that? Who, who? Was oh that was you? Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Who was that? No um so we have some audiobook suggestions today from our lovely co-hosts brooke and jesse let me see if i can bring them up here that would be wonderful i believe this one is jesse's recommendation here let's go ahead and check that out jesse you want to tell us about christmas eve 1914
4: (laughs) Love to hi everyone it's that time of year when we all could like Sit back, relax, and enjoy some history. That's right. Uh, my recommendation, of course, is a story that I think everyone knows. And if you don't, this is the perfect time to hear it. Uh, Audible did, like, straight up just a a real, like, radio play drama. Uh, an audio drama about uh, how on Christmas Eve in 1914, the British and the German soldiers stopped fighting for a night and, like, hung out and, uh-huh. like just had had a, a moment where they were they were human once again and it's a beautiful story and it's definitely a uh, a holiday story that you should like check out if you're like down to feel some good vibes so that is my choice for you
0: awesome i remember hearing that story many many times so it is actually a pretty good story but i have not heard the audiobook version of this yeah i guess this um... uh
4: is like their big thing i think
0: was yeah, this? I was looking just to see if there were any of the narrators that I was familiar with, but uh, no, unfortunately not. But there are a lot of narrators for this one. But that's not—it's uh,
4: yeah, like an actual audio drama. It isn't just like right, a right, book. Right, drama. It's like right, right, They actually made a a thing for the it. The so Pretty cool. Yeah, it's an hour and thirteen minutes.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say it—it it seems like something that you could digest relatively easily, just yep. speaking. Um, let's see, what else do we have here for recommendation? I believe I have one a of the books. A, a couple pirate books. Excellent. Yeah. Couple pirate uh, books.
2: When I was so one of them is under the black flag. Um, if you wanted to grab that one first. That one uh, I read when I was younger. That's... Uh-huh. And um I saw that they had an audiobook of it, and I was like, oh, interesting. And it's just like it's a book that it's very some some nonfiction books are really just facts. And other nonfiction books try to sort of tell a story. Under the Black Flag is just facts. It's like, here's what we know about pirates. Yeah.
1: Real quick, Dodger. Every book yep. we've read, we read when we were younger. Keep
2: <laughs> on. You know what? Aww. That's fair. Um, But yeah, Under the Black Flag, uh, I remembered being really good. And it's been fun to like listen to the audiobook of it. Hmm. Um, but then that turned me on to a book that I hadn't read before called The Republic of Pirates and that's kind of along the same lines um just with some different information in there and actually I prefer this narrator. Um so the book narrator books.
0: for Republic of Pirates?
2: Yes. Uh, okay,
0: so Lewis Grenville. Lewis Grenville.
2: Okay. Yeah. He's just got a very like soothing voice just telling me about pirates. I'm into it. So yeah. <gasps> both of those great great pirate books if you're looking for something um yeah republic of pirates specifically is
0: really nice to listen to oh excellent uh let's see were those the only ones i think you guys had or did you have another one jesse or was i seeing something i probably oh
4: that's the one i would recommend it's uh it's that time of year y'all go go get something cool in
0: your life get something cool in your life Uh, so for our promotion, you can go to www.audible.com slash cynical or you can text uh, the word cynical, C-Y-N-I-C-A-L uh, to 500, 500 in order to start your free trial. Uh, get your first book for free. Um, also, give yourself the gift of listening while you're at it. Think about giving the gift of Audible to someone on your list. So right now, for a limited time, new members can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. So go to audible.com slash Cynical, C-Y-N-I-C-A-L, or text the word Cynical to 500-500. Thank you so much to Audible for sponsoring this episode of the Co-Optional Podcast. And yeah, that's the thing. We did it. so say we all all right back to games um i have been playing
2: tell us about kingdom 2 yeah
0: i was just gonna give a talk about it just a tiny bit um i have been playing playing a fair amount of kingdom the first game that uh raw fury sucked me into uh a bit on stream and this is a game that i have had on every platform it exists on it is ridiculous how much I love this ridiculously pixelated game with pr- very pretty water effects. I don't, I still to this day don't really understand why it is I enjoy it as much as I do, but I, I love it. Uh, it's just very simplistic, you you are a monarch, and for those of you who haven't played the original Kingdom, uh, you are a king or a queen and you, you build a kingdom all intents and purposes basically starts out as a campfire and eventually you get there where you build your castle uh and then for whatever reason there are monsters they come try to steal your stuff that's slightly explainable what's less explainable is that once you have this massive kingdom and tons of wealth what do you do you escape to go build a bigger kingdom mm-hmm. elsewhere on a different island which may or may not have unicorns that poo gold. It's very important. <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! Uh, and and you also for some reason cannot get off of your horse. You're you're always mounted on something, whether it be a bear, a stag, king, or a unicorn that poos gold. Uh, and you run back and forth and collect things and and build stuff and expand. And it's I don't know. I just I love this game and it's crazy. I really to question nice. about this uh, about
4: two compared to one. Mm. Uh, my biggest problem with one even though i too really enjoyed it my biggest problem with one is that the um when like you never quite knew where the monsters were going to attack from mm. and when you built up your fortifications your soldiers would sort of like go wherever the fuck they wanted to go and
0: the ai control, was you fool. couldn't control
4: where they went they were just like so what ended up happening is you'd have to no matter what build up both sides of your fortifications just mm-hmm. like hoping that you could withstand the damage and so what i found is you kind of like had to, to fudge just it <laughs> yeah and like i guess i'm gonna build up one side bigger than the others and mm-hmm. so i'm really curious if this time you don't have the problem of like your soldiers being like every one of us went to the west wall my lord and you're like yeah but the monsters are over there can you go over there and fight like no, <laughs> from the west still and you're like but they are there now go there now and they're like we're gonna do it like is that changed I, they, have they changed that
0: uh not really although do keep in mind there is a difference between kingdom and kingdom new lands um and then this of course is kingdom two uh two crowns so it's uh i believe some things were fixed from original kingdom to kingdom new lands there are some aspects of that ai where if you built a tower but you also built a wall at the same time for your fortifications. The AI would, at one point in in regular kingdom, would bring, ev- just like you said, every single worker that you had in the middle of your kingdom would rush over to the other side. It didn't matter if it was night. It didn't matter if the greed was out. You, they were all running to their death. You would lose tons of workers. It was not a fun time. Uh, kingdom mm. was definitely harder. Uh, so I, I feel like they fixed uh, maybe some of that in Newlands. There is still some some issues where they will build a tower. They will complete a tower before they will finish a wall. I don't understand why the AI does that. That's one of those things I'm going to have to you know email some people and figure out like why is that the priority? That really should not be the priority for the AI because in the end of the day the greed are going to hit the wall first. Uh, having archers that are just a, maybe a, a tiny bit more powerful. I don't think that really should be the priority in something that's for all intents its purposes of a tower defense style-ish game. Um, in Two Crowns, it does seem a bit more of the same uh, when it comes to AI there as well. So to answer your question, Jesse, it is still kind of like you're fudging it a little, uh, but I do need to play more. I have only played the pre-release version and the actual release came out today. So, mm. um, you know, you, <laughs> as... They might say, you know, beta is beta, even though it wasn't beta, but it was still pre-release. Uh, what I played of it, yeah, it still felt like the AI was fudging it with the workers a bit, but it is possible that things have changed for the official release copy. But I will be playing some of this as soon as I get back from Korea. I'll probably be playing some of this while I'm in Korea in the event that I have decent internet because yeah. priorities. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a thing. Um, but yeah. Uh So far, I really like it. The one drawback I have from Kingdom Two Crowns right now is uh, not being able to try out co-op because it did just release today. So it was going to be difficult to find somebody who could do the co-op part with the pre-release key. Uh, So (laughs) there's the disclaimer on that end of that game. Oh, yeah. It looks fairly interesting. I, I'm enjoying it so far. The water is even prettier than it was in the in the first game, I was and I say, don't the know The water why. and the trees
2: look really pretty.
0: I don't know why the water gets me every time. It's just, uh, it's like when when Heart of the Swarm came out and Zerg creep looked so much nicer, <laughs> as if Zerg <laughs> creep could look nice, but right. I don't know why, but Zerg creep looks so much grosser in Brood War. <laughs> I don't. Mm. know. It's just how i feel about things <laughs> aesthetics mm. style choices it's a thing um so yeah that's a uh, kingdom two crowns and hopefully i'll be playing some of that for the stream at some point in the near future we are i believe in island three in the first kingdom even though i've beaten the game many 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 times on ipad as well as on computer on pc on steam and um also on the Switch. Uh, very uncomfortable with the Switch, the Joy-Con controller. So, yeah, definitely go for a better controller.
2: <laughs> sure.
0: Extra. Playing that game. Um, yeah. Any other games that you guys want to talk about that you've been playing?
2: Sorry, that was probably really long. Uh, I mean, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> all good.
2: Definitely a
4: uh, huge shout-out to uh, Just Cause 4 that just came out. Besides the fact that. How are that, you liking uh, it? I it's great I can. just cause is exactly what just cause has always been um, which is literally like sure we put a plot in but that's mm-hmm. unimportant. Uh, let's see in the week that I played just cause I have uh, taken a boat made it into an airship and played the Final Fantasy 6 airship music while flying around <laughs> I have strapped a goat to the back of a truck and flown into a hurricane well, a tornado great i hijacked an airliner and then uh surfed on the top of it as i flew into a tornado uh i have um gotten a tank and waged war in an entire town i have gotten in a boat and then put hydraulics on that boat and made that boat jump through the it's literally just like what can you do the game i uh did flips in a car with a guy named alejandro while listening to the lady gaga song alejandro uh (laughs) i it is just a joy to play um (laughs) it's genuinely crazy the whole premise just like all the other ones is like you're in a weird south american country and there's like an evil dude and you gotta like go nuts except this time the premise is that the bad guys control weather So there are four zones, and each zone has a different weather thing, and one is a storm, and one is it's sort of winter, and one is there's just a giant raging tornado that's uncontrollable and you can do stuff with. And um, the other mechanic is that there's a battle taking place between the rebels, who are literally the rebels, the good guys, have named themselves the Army of Chaos, so you know shit's going to go down. Um, It is, and so you, as you do missions, you can unlock front lines, and... In the background of the world you're in the battle fronts move and so in different areas there'll be locked battles between dudes like in tanks and shit fighting and then you can just you know go and grab a tank um but the, the the core mechanic isn't gunplay or anything in this it's obviously your different hook abilities and your weapons you can like when you're driving down the road you don't need to drive just hop on top of a car stay there and then hook cars to cars like people on a motorcycle to a car and watch them fly off it's literally just physics the game and it's hilarious it's never not funny to see like i i attached a bunch of uh cows to the back of my tank and drove it off a cliff onto a beach the tank caught on fire i had a barbecue it was great it was great and you just drag animals around and i was like i need two of every animal i'm like Noah barbecues and i just
3: no, went up uh,
4: barbecue uh everything Everything is destructible except, I think, main housing structures. So, like, satellite dishes. At one point, I made a, a giant oil tank ball um, or gas tank. I don't know what it was. Put balloons on the top, cut the part of it underneath, and, like, made a Death Star and flew that Death Star around. And then it exploded, and it was funny. Um, everything you do in that is just really silly and dumb, and that's, like, how it's always been. Uh, it's very It very much ascribes to the school of Saints Row. Mm. In that the first ones you could tell the first just cause games were like well, <laughs> badass and awesome. And now they're like, F it. We're gonna throw in things that <laughs> exist in this world literally for you to mess around with and blow stuff up. And I love that that's what they've done. So like we know what
0: you want, so we're just gonna give you more of what you want.
4: Right. Right. Absolutely. And um it's just so silly. The whole thing's silly. And at the beginning the, the the problem is is that there are moments where it's like, well, you gotta have you gotta gun play. And it's like no, you don't, you you can literally just like, it's like destroy this thing. There are creative ways to destroy everything. There's fun ways to do everything you do. And I, I have no, I have no doubt in my mind that people will come up with better, funnier ways to do shit than me. But like taking a boat down an interstate while playing Final <laughs> Fantasy music is literally peak my existence. I can't even begin, thank God people tweeted those out with clips the other day and I just retweeted them. So if you want to see what that looked like, it's a joy. It's a literal joy to uh, just experience the weird shit you can do in that game. And the higher level you get, the more weird shit you can do. And that's that's the whole point. It's – I wish I could say, like, it's got a great story and it's really – you literally play, like, uh, Antonio Banderas' character in Desperado, basically. He has to say, like, yes, I talk like this and I have sex with everyone. And then um, all the other characters are just, like – Oh no, we have to fight for the revolution. Doesn't matter. The story is literally unimportant. Right. Everything else that you Does can the do- Does the game treat here, it like
2: it's unimportant? Is it just like, I mean, there's story here, but just do no, it No, no the they,
4: don't, they don't treat it like it's unimportant. The story's like, we have to save my brother. He's, he's captured. Like, oh no, your brother's been captured. We have to save them. And right. it's like, okay, sure. But the way I'm going to save him is by attaching all the bad guys to a crane and then launching that crane off a cliff with rocket boosters. <laughs> It's how I'm going to save them. And it's just like you go and scientists are like scientisting and then you can hook them to like reactors and shit and they'll, they'll spin around and like fly off in the distance. It's it's great. It's everything you could possibly want in, in a type of game like this. So I have nothing but good things to say about this franchise and the way they've gone. So like.
1: Sorry, Jesse, I didn't. What did you say?
4: It's okay. Don't worry. It's not important. <laughs> like like the plot, it's not important. Don't
0: worry, Jeff. It's not important. Oh, yeah. Um, oh my god. Was, okay. That, I, I'm I'm having to to throw this clip in here because this is. Yeah. I don't. Hopefully this shows properly. We'll see if we can get things in frame here. But uh, I'm really excited. See, I this just could
4: possibly be.
0: I wonder. No.
4: Nah. <laughs> uh, it's not
0: as much in frame as I wanted, but oh my gosh, Jesse.
4: Oh, is this? (laughs) Uh, uh, For those who are wondering, this clip, I put rocket boosters on the back of my car, thinking I could uh, rocket over, and it did not turn out the way I wanted it to. The car just started spinning.
0: (laughs) Amazing.
4: (laughs) Somehow, car totally fine. The The car is totally fine. Because I ran out of time.
0: Car is totally fine.
4: Because it was like you're out of zone. Get back, and I couldn't get back in time.
0: Wait, how was the car fine after that? It was just fine. Like, it looked just fine. That yeah. was. There's been times where I've been, Uh,
4: you can like squirrel, whatever that thing is, where you like wingsuit around and I'll wingsuit yeah. into the side of a cliff and be just like, he'll get up and be like, well, that was crazy. <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, Yeah. <laughs> but we're fine. The things you can do. Uh, it lets you, like, also, everything you do, like, from the rockets you can put on shit to the balloons you can make, have different levels, too. So you can make it super powerful just a little bit. So really, if you want to refine, nah, I, everything goes to max really power. you want to really make
2: these rockets work.
4: <laughs> yeah, everything goes to max power, and I just, like, let it do its thing. And uh, sometimes it's amazing, and sometimes I flip around like that and uh, end up somehow living but failing. Yeah. Oh, I did make a
1: tugboat fly, and that was beautiful. I think you just described all of us, you know? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I mean, you flip around, Yeah, just trying to live. Just trying to live. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Nice. Uh,
3: I played
4: something else, and I can't remember what it was. Well, My, I've, I was going to talk th- about it and everything, and I can't remember. I, just
0: while, think... I was going to say, while you think about it, <laughs> Uh, maybe Jeff can tell us a little bit about Stellaris Megacore. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah, the Stellaris Megacore DLC came out um but it coincides the d excuse me the dlc coincides with a patch i believe that they came they did with it i'm not sure if it's one and the same i don't think it is i think they just to patch the game but there's some quality of life stuff that was a little bit tedious with the game and it's already a 4x game so mm. if there's some element to it that gets a little bit tedious then that probably is pushing a bad concept further bad so it's quite nice um the Planet management is a lot more. It, well, there's no tiles, which is what it used to be. It used to be all tile based. So there's a lot of RNG there. And then there's a lot of like demolishing to rebuild and just not kind of a fun aspect of the game. Um, now you don't have to deal with that nearly as much. It's really clean. When you grab a planet and you have it, it's very straightforward how you need to get it to a productive state as opposed to like super micromanaging it and detracting away from the rest of the game.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but Stellaris, if anyone hasn't played it, it's just. It's 4X, so it's a bit of a different, it's a different pace. You're not playing it to get that like adrenaline high. You're not, you're, you'll be giggling at funny little things that happen, but it's just a nice, peaceful, super amazing atmospheric game. The music I'm, is in my yeah. opinion, some of the best music you've ever heard in gaming.
0: I was just <clears> going to <throat> say when you were playing it the other day on stream, I part of me is like Blade Runner vibes on one oh, yeah. side. And then the other side is almost like um, when I used to mine in Eve, it's <laughs> just yeah. like Eventually, it would get the loop, but uh, the music is fantastic in Stellaris. I think it's
1: I think it's pretty intentionally so, channeling everything you just mentioned, like, and that's exactly the vibes I got from it as well. Um, you can actually get it on iTunes if someone's interested in that, or it's on YouTube as well, if you want to just sample it for free. But um, the music's just absolutely amazing, and then the game does a good job too. Like, it's all it's obviously very simple little animations, like your characters will move in these windows, the planets, the ships. Um, the battle is not going to blow your mind but it's just good enough that if you zoom in and look at it, it's kind of cool um and then what's so fun about 4x games in particular for me this one because i've always been more of a sci-fi person in particular you, you get a lot of 4x games that are like medieval in nature
0: oh um, yeah, yeah yeah
1: this game does a really fun job of having almost like fallout-esque little subplots that are developing all the time and they're really well written um, again, you're not going to get amazing cutscenes. You're not going to get like uh, armor or anything. You know, some of these other games do have, have different ways of repaying you for kind of looking into uh, side quests and stories. This game is more of a like you have reading glasses on and maybe you have a measure of whiskey while you play this game and you're just nice <laughs> and enjoying a comfy blanket and playing a game and just having it a has good space time. Space butterflies. That, I mean, that's all you yeah. need to know about this game. Yeah, absolutely. It- that uh, yeah so I, I played it for one stream but I, I put a good 60 70 hours into Solaris in general and um they're re- they just keep having dlc come out it, it keeps adding interesting things it's really really good uh I had a re- great time
0: awesome yeah i know that uh a lot of people they they see games like this and it's very overwhelming initially to the eye if you've never played a game that's anything like this mm-hmm. but these sorts of I hesitate to use really the word management, but I guess if if you were like Wayland, you, you this is this would be your jam right here. Wayland Utani, let's unite, let's make it all happen. Um it is I I think these kinds of games are worth getting into. I know it's it, it is complicated when you look at it in its form in the video, but you know, if you give it a little bit of time, these things can be very, very rewarding. And Paradox have yep. always been really passionate about everything that they've done development-wise with Stellar so far. I, mm-hmm. I've, unfortunately, have not had enough time to put hours into it. I do enjoy watching it very much. I do need to sit down and give this, especially the, the new expansion, a major shot because it, it is my jam. These types of games It just they are overwhelming upon first look you know that you're gonna have to invest a lot of time into them but totally worth it totally worth
1: yeah i would reaffirm that just say like my 4x experience as far as i'm concerned is like i played crusader kings 2 for 20 hours then i played this for 60 70 or whatever and that's child's play there's a lot of people who are like i've played seventy oh, yeah. thousand hours and i get it but from my, my point is As someone that does not have a background in these kind of games, does not know them, does not visit forums, does not know Paradox very well, um, it was fairly intuitive. Obviously, it really helped to have people in your chat that would help you, and that's the advantage of being a streamer. For those of you that aren't uh, someone that has a community like that, there's all kinds of things to read. But honestly, there's a pause mechanic in the game, and this game did such a good job of like most of the things, if you hover the mouse over it pretty well explains itself. Um, and then the fun thing about this game is you could play it with limited information, but everything you learn and everything you dive into uncovers new layers of the game that are super, super amazing. And the shtick of this game is not that you'll die in 10 seconds, by the way. So like, if you aren't well-read, if you're not comfortable with it, the games, not just going to kill you over and over again, you're going to be playing suboptimally, and and like things are going to be a little bit rougher than they're perhaps intended to be. But as you figure it out, it becomes smoother. It becomes more interesting um and then the real depth of the game is when you know more uh which you can read up on if you really want to but i can't recommend this game enough for people because again a lot of games have limiting factors like oh well you gotta be super smart to play this or you gotta be really fast or strategically minded not not at all with this game like this game will play itself for the most part and then the choices you make feel like they're impacting the story and your success perhaps but it's not a challenging it's not a mega challenging game i would say it um, in the sense that if you play it wrong, you'll just flat out die. I, I really don't think that's the case.
0: Yeah, when I play, first played Solaris when it came out, it did not feel very punishing in in that way, which I don't, I don't know if you'd consider a lot of 4X games to be that punishing, but I feel like this was a little more friendly, perhaps. Um, I also <laughs> just wanted to mention that you're totally right that the um, the expansion release of this is also tied in with the entire rework for the 2.2 Le Guin update. Um, so all the planetary rework was put in at the same time. So uh, this is basically patching it as well as expanding it. So if you have tried Stellaris in the past, you know, Megacore, give it a go because it's... You know, it, it looks amazing. I've watched people play it. I haven't sat down and played it myself, but you know, Jeff is here to tell you that he enjoys it, and yeah. uh, you know, that's that's something there for you. You know, that is. And if you do if you like it, it's it. one of
1: those games where there's like there's like seven or eight DLCs that all add content that are all like this only adds fifty or hundred hours of content. It's thousands only. of hours of gameplay. It's- so if you don't like it, <laughs> only. That's fine, but if you do like it, it could be one of those things where a small purchase enriches your life for the next, you know, 3,000 hours or whatever.
0: Nice. Sick. All right. Anybody else have any games they want to talk about? Jesse, did you remember what that other one was that you were talking Um, about? or Not so much. (laughs) No, No. I've been looking, trying
4: to figure it out.
1: But, like, last week was a blur, so I have no clue.
0: Ah, okay. There was, there was a couple cool. games
1: that came out. I can talk real briefly about, yeah, Because no, mostly of I didn't play them. Um, Adeptus Mechanicus came out, which is normally a game I would jump on just because it's Warhammer, mm-hmm. and it's a game that I actually got to interview the the lead dev on on my YouTube channel uh, real quick, because he kind of reached out and was looking for people to share his content with. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous game. Like uh, I cannot say enough. The it's one of those things where it's like not a big AAA game. It's not super. You know, you don't expect it, but you look at the gameplay and it's just freaking phenomenal. It's kind of funny because it, it goes to show what what talent actually is in gaming. Like There are people that can just make things look amazing with a, th- a tenth of the budget that other people can with, uh, you know, dozens of people at their disposal or hundreds in some cases. So just seriously, watch videos on the game. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it's Necrons and Adeptus Mechanicus, two factions of Warhammer 40k for the most part um it's a turn-based strategy game so it immediately caught my attention and was something I was very interested in but um and you guys don't get to hear me say this very often this is like my my thing that I go to but there's so many games that are kind of ruined by xcom much like a lot of rts's are ruined by starcraft where they can be fantastic games in their own right you can really enjoy them uh and please if you do don't think for a second that you're wrong um but for those of us that like get kind of accustomed to the Ferrari or you know the, the high end of, of something in a genre, it's really hard to jump into something else that's a lot less than that and, and enjoy it when you're kind of spoiled by something that just does so many other things so much better. And that was my experience. There's only two factions, there's only a few enemies, there's only so many things you can do. The customization is fairly deep, but it's like three or four weapon types on three or four different kinds of guys that are unlocked as you experience uh, or gain experience. Um, whereas again, XCOM long war two or something like that has eight classes and all kinds of like three different tech trees for each guy. And each one is 15 different levels. Like it's, it's ridiculous. So, um, there's definitely a lot to be had here and it's really gorgeous and very fun. Um, but it's also not very difficult and it doesn't have that deep of gameplay, but I think that might also be more friendly for kind of your average gamer. So it's definitely something to look at. Um, whereas XCOM again, is like the hard nose. Like I like pain type of weird <laughs> hard- hardcore gamer that is not everyone for sure. And then the other game that I've, I've been playing or I have been playing, but did not get into the DLC because for me, there was kind of glaring issues with the game as well was Battletech, which was an absolutely amazing game. It is amazing game, by the way, i I really enjoyed my original playthrough of it. Um, but one of the big problems that game had and for people that aren't familiar, it's, it takes, It's based off the tabletop miniature game, which goes back like 30 or 40 years. It's one of the originals. Um, And it's amazing. And the game itself is really fun. It's people and robots shooting guns. Can't really go wrong with that. Um, Lots of weapons, lots of classes, very cool. But after you get to about middle part of the game, you kind of realize that all of your mech lances are basically just like the biggest mechs you can get. Uh, And two or three or four of those is about as good as it gets. So the light and smaller mechs become completely irrelevant for the most part. Um, and then there was a few, like, the battles themselves get a little bit simple, that kind of thing. But, again, I, I still enjoy the, like, 50 hours or whatever it is that I got out of the game. And, and I'm never going to be like, well, it's a full-price game and I only got 60 hours out of it. Like, no, that's that's pretty incredible value and I really enjoyed my time with it. I just don't feel – it, it, it's, like, weird to call this a criticism, but I haven't gone back to the game – and I haven't felt oh, the need to. So that hasn't sucked DLC, you in. No, and the DLC I was hoping it would, but then I read the details of the DLC and it's like a couple new mechs, 30 hours of single-player gameplay added, but it's all towards the end. Uh, and mm. then they did try to re-incentivize by a new mission type of having you have light mechs, which was one of the problems, so that's cool. Mm. Um, but as far as a DLC goes, paying for that and being excited about getting into it, it seems to be like a like a game patch as opposed to a cool dlc in my mind a dlc should be like really exciting brand new gameplay a lot of that right and people would be like it has that and i'll be like yeah but this is back to my our funny argument we have dodger where it's like if it's not that much (laughs) or it's too much then um it's something different to me right so for a dlc for me to come back to a game and get excited about it i wouldn't need two mechs and a new mission type i would need Ten mechs, new weapons, right. new gear, a new game mechanic, and new stuff like that. And if it's not that, I'd have to really like the game to come back to it. So I didn't. I didn't play it.
0: Yeah, with the, with the original BattleTech, um, that was one other thing I was upset about with the Game Awards is that BattleTech actually didn't win in their category. I just I couldn't believe that. Uh, what was well, it? Into what was the bridge. Uh, oh gosh, let me see. I'm just gonna pull it up real quick because I just. I remember being really upset about that one. Um, best strategy game. They give it to Into the Breach, huh. which I don't. I, part of me, yeah, sure. Uh, puzzle is strategy, but it's that was just way more puzzles than strategy to me. But maybe I'm just being weird about it. I don't know. But the fact that Battletech was nominated also Frostpunk. Um, even the Banner Saga 3, I felt like, was the better but you know that's me just being me about it but um i i, I feel you on the whole hey if there, if this is a dlc this should be way more incentivizing at this point especially in something that is strategy something that is a little bit more time consuming to get into it's not just one of those genres where you can hop right on in and be like mm-hmm. hey we're that's it we're, we're going we're in, uh, not like an FPS, you just jump in or anything like that. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I can't believe that it's, they're not giving you enough with the DLC here, especially when the game is this complicated.
1: But. And it's a fantastic game. Like, if anyone listening has not played BioTech, but again, you like, like, I love turn-based. I love strategy. But also just like big robots shooting a lot of stuff. This game was amazing. It was really fun, single playthrough. I have no gripes about it. The DLC was a little bit of a letdown. Um, and the only thing I would add to that, and I agree with what you said, Jenna, too, but um, XCOM actually very recently had a, a DLC come out as well. But because it was mostly cosmetic and it was a... New campaign style, actually several campaign styles, so it definitely enhanced the game and added to it, but not very much. Mm. It actually had it free to play and download for people that owned the game already, so there's your incentive. Hmm. Uh, for it was like a week or two, but it was just free extra content, and then after that week or two, it was $7.99, and I, I thought that was an incredibly awesome um, business model in this day and age where the expectation is you make it five bucks or whatever, but it's never free. You don't get that for free. You just have to pay a little pittance of money, but they keep nickel and diming you, which I understand. That is, that's the era we live in. Games aren't 60 bucks that much anymore. They're more like 45, but then they have plans for $35 of DLC that you'll end up buying, right? right.
3: Um,
1: whereas XCOM 2, again, uh, it was not XCOM 3, which of course in my heart of hearts, I would have loved for them to announce or uh tear from the deep or something amazing like that. But instead, it was fun, new gameplay that I put a good twenty hours into. I didn't pay anything for it because I'd already bought, and I advertised a game. I talked about it. It was played. It, it's it's fun, new content. It was it, it was really cool to see a company do that, and I'd love to see more of that. I
0: the one thing uh, one other thing I did want to say about uh, BattleTech is that. Hmm. Nope, not gonna say it. I need to go back and play it some more before I say that. But yeah, <laughs> no, it's just I, I just want to make sure. I just I remember it being so much more hype for me than even a lot of the Mech Warrior games that have come out of the franchise and stuff. And I just yeah, it's it's disappointing that they did this with the DLC. I hadn't I didn't know it had been that uh, much of a letdown, yeah. so I'm a bit peeved about it. It was now. really
1: really good. Yeah, the the DLC was let down, but the game itself was really good. Oh yeah. And I'm there with you. I, I miss the old. I mean, I was the kid that would. I didn't ever Mechware own MechWar all day, the, every day. <laughs> well, I didn't have the the joystick or whatever you'd call it, but my uh, friends did. Yeah. So I'd go play Mechware at their place, and I was just so sick. It was a really good part of my childhood. Mm.
0: Well, thanks so much for talking about those games because we have not covered them in a while. I don't believe on the on the podcast or possibly at all. Mm. Um, anybody else have anything that they want to go over? Are we good? All good? All right, let's good. do shout-outs real quick then, and we will hopefully see you guys next time. Um, Jesse, what's coming up for you on the channel? Uh, this week, <laughs> the usual stuff?
4: Yeah, I mean, like, doing the same old, same old. We're finishing up some Scary Game Squad stuff, and uh, probably the rest of um, uh, Shapeshift and Detective with Dudes. <gasps> and uh, <laughs> you guys will get to see that ending. And uh yeah, you know, just same old same old trying to I'm moving this weekend.
2: Ooh. Uh, oh man. Wow. So
4: Je-
1: you do a show them. Tomorrow <laughs> is it I thought. Hold on. I'm getting
4: there. Hold your butt. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, uh, if you really if you really want to actually like expand your horizons and I I'm gonna say really truly enjoy life. First you must enjoy watching myself and Jeff die. Uh, numerous times. Um, who does tomorrow, tomorrow at <laughs> – that was a weird transition. Tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time, just like every week, we'll be back for another episode of The Sunfall Cycle. Uh, myself and this sweet, sweet boy here, and uh, just a great team of uh, terrible, terrible players gathered together with yeah. uh, our dear friend Stephen, who is a GM extraordinaire. And he created basically like Dark Souls d and the whole premise is we are supposed to die repeatedly over and over and over again to solve all the wacky things that happen. And um, it's mostly just me dying. Let's be real. It's mostly last episode. It's been a balance. Two episodes ago, Jeff died. It was dead for most of the thing. And last episode, I died and was dead for most of the thing. It happens. But uh, rather than give up, we never give up. Keep going. And uh, last never time sure. stuff happened. It was crazy. And so if you want to tune in and get blown away, it's on twitch.tv slash Jesse Cox tomorrow, 10 a.m. It'll blow your balls off. It's great. It's a legitimate, really fun show.
2: Excellent. But I have so few balls to work with.
4: (laughs) I know, which is a problem for you, but trust me, you can like grab other ones as they come your way from the explosion.
2: Oh, Mm. sick. Okay.
4: Yeah. And then you get a ball collection. So when other balls explode, then you can like throw them up in the air, like balls for alls.
2: Yeah. Balls for alls. Hashtag. Huh um hi everybody i'm dodger and uh next week i'm gonna be going to england for Oi, oi, oi! so i'll be gone but leading up to that um got intermittent vlogmas episodes uh going up on the youtube so if you've been interested in that please check those out um i stream most days and uh yeah and I, I don't know
0: to have a kooky fun time over in my area of the internet. So come hang out. Excellent, Jeff. Yeah. What's coming up for you on your channel?
1: Well, hey, thanks for having me on. First, of all, first yeah. of all, guys, appreciate Thank that. Thank you so much
0: for agreeing to join us, given the fact that it was the stream who invited you <laughs> you to yeah. the the show. They, yeah, good good job, chat. We did it. <laughs>
1: did it, chat. The emotional scarification of having Dodger call me a little bitch is something that I think I would
0: <laughs> I can't wait to look at that man. clip and share it with the whole internet now <laughs>
1: yeah it's not often you get bullied but when you do make sure it's a five foot tall blonde girl that you know that does it to your face right
0: it's not often you get bullied don't you play protoss <laughs>
1: you're supposed to laugh at that Dodger if you don't laugh at me might have hurt your feelings. She's five foot three. I apologize. Um, on my channel, I am just streaming a lot of stuff right now. I am. I'm actually always streaming XCOM. I, I stream Starcraft as well. But I just, like I said, uh, it's my Moby Dick. It's I'm. I'm a Captain Ahab. I will fucking go insane someday when I finally beat it. I came really close last time, and the clock killed me. Um, that's eat control TV. Otherwise, I'm on the DD show with Mr. Jesse Cox here. We have a really good time. It's not just dying, it's also about the laughter that happens leading up to the dying. That oh happens.
4: yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: The friendship that really carries the show. That's true. And oh, uh, we're gonna talk. I mean, there I see StarCraft names in this chat and stuff like that. So I know some of you guys watch Starcraft, but tomorrow we're doing our holiday episode, which means we're gonna be having some drinks, recapping the year, reminiscing about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we're jokingly doing our own award show, where we're going to give ourselves most of the awards. Um, so you should, you should all tune in. It is in twenty-seven hours and nine minutes. So, yep. You can set your clocks. Actually, it's not twenty-seven hours. It's no, it is. I did. Yeah, right.
0: I, was go- I was gonna say I was on Liquipedia. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm, Team Liquid is like. What's my countdown? I'm trying to figure out if I can make it work with my connection to uh, at DFW before I go to Korea. I'm just like, is it possible for me to get the show? Uh, No, I'm probably just still gonna have to watch the VOD. But I am looking very forward to watching that special episode of the Pylon show uh, for sure.
1: Be really fun. Yeah. And if you're interested in the stuff I do, I always talk about it on Twitter. Get your TV there. Just thank you guys. Love to always come on the show. You guys are great.
0: Oh, thanks so much for being here. I Definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, as far as next week on the show, that's going to have to be something that uh, Brooke and Jesse and I discuss and see how things are going to work out. Unfortunately, a lot of holidays are coming up on Tuesdays. That is a uh, thing.
4: Holidays. They're um,
0: the worst. <laughs> that's a thing. Um, I will be in Korea starting tomorrow uh, for a while uh, watching some StarCraft Remastered uh, KSL finals on the 15th. And then I'll be watching some Overwatch uh, contenders in Korea after that. So I will be back here not this coming Tuesday, but the Tuesday after that. We possibly might have a podcast, unless that's Christmas, in which case, oh, I don't know. Maybe it'll happen anyway. Who knows? Um, tonight, I will be on uh, Dark Galaxy Gaming uh, Twitch for Starfinder Dead Suns, which is a, a show, role-playing show that I'm involved in. Um, so come over there and, and watch me do that at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, because so many of you are awake during that time with a... a fair amount of European viewers who are totally going to hate me right now. I did not pick the time. That's just what's happening. We're rolling up characters tonight uh, and the campaign starts in January once our character art has been completed. I have never done one of these streams before, so you can come watch me be hilarious at RNG consequences. Everybody voted for me to be punished by dice gods and fail. Uh, They have obviously never seen what I do in Vegas, but uh, yeah, so That's what's going on. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for being here, especially Jeff. Thank you for coming on to the show. It's always a massive pleasure to have you here. Uh, Definitely go check out his channel. He streams a lot of really cool stuff, games, I'm told. Um, We will hopefully be back maybe next week. Maybe some of us will. Maybe some of us won't. Who knows? It's a mystery. Uh, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Jenna Bain, and you can find out the answers to all of that and more. Uh, thank you. I have been Jenna Bane. This has been The Crew, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye, Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> get out
2: of here.
4: Get out of here. Get out of
3: here. Just
4: go. Just get out of here.